become, you said you wanted to do a test. We're live, baby. Think you stay at home tonight? I hadn't planned that. No red beanie today, huh? What? No red beanie. Yeah. Take a shower. Minus five, four, three, two, one. Booster ignition and liftoff of Discovery. Wait, what is it? Shocker. Give me the high sign when we're live. Oh, we're live! Welcome to the show! Yep. Maddie didn't clap at all, but it's okay. We're back at the show. Yes. The best podcast in the world, the best mm-hmm. semi-Catholic podcast. Kyle's in the closet still, and now his friend Brennan did not come back, but that's okay. They're still friends. Brittany's here now. Hey, guys. This is the first time you've been on the podcast multiple times. This is the yeah. first time you're on visibly. Yeah. People were starting to wonder exactly how good looking I am, so I had to just show them. Also, Brittany, St. Francis Xavier, um, Excellence in Evangelization <laughs> award winner. This is the oh, first podcast we've award done. Award for excellence in the new evangelization. Yes, this the, is the new first, evangelization specifically. Yeah, this yeah. is the first podcast cool. we've done since that went super viral. Viral. They showed it the seed conference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you've and, seen this seed conference, then yeah. And so you me. now, like, what is your life like? What are your DMs? Are they just like? Are they just like carnage, wreckage, yeah. just constant? You know, it's hard because I get recognized in grocery stores now. Exactly. And yeah. before I could go to the grocery store in peace, uh-huh. but now people just keep coming up to me. In they're like, "Oh, you're the girl." And, yeah, they're like, "You're the Saint Francis Xavier School of Excellence mm-hmm. in Evangelization yeah. Award winner, right. 2021." Exactly. Wow. Yeah. Uh, how did you feel about my? particular performance in your video because you know, they I, I was interviewed because were. they were like who exemplifies excellence in evangelization that we could ask about this right. up and coming right. excellence in evangelization yes. award winner yes. and they I, and I was in there yes and I and I talked about you and yeah. a lot of things uh were cut out right that I said I said a lot of things like they asked me like when you think of Brittany what do you think of right and I said things that they had to bleep out yeah. and cut out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some of it made it in. And I believe you even said, there's a lot of things I could say about Brittany, but I don't know that there's a lot of things I can say exactly. about her. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I really appreciate that. Yeah. Um, um, our guest today. Yes. The esteemed. Our guest today is a man. Who of, really needs no introduction. He needs no introduction, but I will try. All right. Our guest today is a guy who, a long, long time ago... In a galaxy. Shut up, Brittany. <laughs> God. <laughs> Freaking doing the intro. Sorry. Um, so, a long, long time ago, there was a man who loved another... A, a woman. <laughs> who loved another person uh-huh. who gave birth to a child. Uh-huh. And that child grew up in the Philippines... And then met a woman who then that man and that woman had another baby (laughs) who then that baby, Maddie, went on to have another child who had another child. Oh, okay. Who then had this person. Oh. And some would call this person um, a mysterious silent figure. A strong silent type. A strong silent type. Shut up, Ricky. Don't talk yet. So, <laughs> Also, he, Ricky, I want to make it as clear as possible that no matter what camera angle I go with, you are in the frame on all three of them. That's awesome. That's Can what we, we see do. ourselves? No, we can't. No. So 
this person, which I'm about to introduce, mm-hmm. has done a lot of things with his life. Mm-hmm. Some of most of which we don't know about. Well, we can't really talk about. We can't them all. talk about. We could, but we can't. Uh, he been- started the Creation Project. Yes, some of you might should talk about be aware that. of that. Uh, he started working with the studio. Yes. Which we can't talk about the actual name of the studio yet because we're not ready for that. We haven't signed our NDAs. Yeah. Or we have. Uh, and this person has been helping out the studio and him and his girlfriend came out to visit to be just on, to check it out. And to be on an episode of the show. And specifically came out because he said, I want to have a good career. Right. I want to have a successful career. I want right. to have a thriving career. Right. And I know that graphic designers – that have Catholic graphic designers that have successful careers come on the show. And they start right here. Now, David Calavita said once that he wouldn't come on the show because he he needed to save his career. <laughs> well. <laughs> he said, I won't come on the show because I want to actually have a career. Mm. Uh, which I say anathema to David. Everyone welcome Ricky. Yes. Cruz. Woo! Hello, everybody. And wait, what's your full legal name? Antonio. Antonio Ricardo Ramos Cruz. Oh, that's kind of hot. Are you a junior or a first? I'm a first. Okay. All right. Cool. Edmund gets a little squirrely about that because he's a second. I'm the second. Um, So, Ricky, thanks for being on the show. Great to be here. Is this how many times have you been to Texas? Once. This is my first time. This is your first time in Texas. Mm. Okay. What what do you think so far? It's great. It's a great place. You've had barbecue. I've had barbecue today, Texas barbecue, for the very first time. Um, my, my wife has made you a, a wide variety of cuisines. So we had homemade pizza last night. It was great. It was great. Shout homemade, out to Danielle. Homemade sushi tonight. Also great. Yeah. Danielle is a really great cook. Yeah, she is. Mm-hmm. 100%. Um, so, Ricky, what do you tell people if you're at a cocktail party, which you often go to, cocktail parties? All the time during COVID. Fancy. Exactly. During COVID, everyone Especially has a mask. Yep, everyone yeah. has a mask. You have one of those little toothpicks where it's like cheese, meat, maybe a cracker, olive. an olive. Adult and then lunchable. someone someone is like, "Oh, Ricky, what do you you know? What do you do? What do you, like? What's your story? What do you normally say in those situations?" I just say I work for Edmund. Wow! I'll just end it. How That's does that awesome. make you feel, Edmund? How does that make you feel? Me? Yeah, I'm curious. <laughs> I mean, I'm used to this feeling. <laughs> Nerd. I like people being subservient to me. I also like. I also like that Kyle. Like purposely pretends that he doesn't work for me. Oh, that is fun. I also like that. You I think I just fed into Edmund's ego right there. You did. You did right there. We also have a mutual friend, you Francis uh, Cabadeo. Yes. And exactly. He he is also we wait. He was your youth minister, right? He was my campus minister at my high school. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And what was that like? To have him as my campus minister. Yeah. Yeah. What was that like? My senior year of high school, I like I didn't have any connection with the church okay or like any connection with my faith at all why what was going on man i mean i i grew up a, cal- a cradled catholic okay right so like, <laughs> a cradled a cradle i never catholic. heard cradled catholic cradled catholic like a cradle catholic is one thing but a cradled catholic mm-hmm. yeah past tense yeah yeah, yeah yeah but okay so i met francis on a senior year retreat at my high school and how did you point, end up on a retreat if you because you were just connected. done girls that's how i probably a catholic school he said a campus minister 100 percent. yeah 
Catholic oh, school. Okay. They forced you on I the retreat? Fr- no, I had friends who went. Because this was a big retreat. This was like the senior thing to do. Kairos, okay, probably. Okay. Yeah, probably. Kairos. It was Kairos. Kairos. I'm reading like a book right now. Get the time. <laughs> it was like the senior thing to do. So I was okay. like, okay, whatever. My friends are going. And so I went. And that was the very first time that I met Francis. Okay. And then we got super close during that retreat. And then after then, we just started, kept talking. Did, were you, did you connect to him because you're also a musician? Yeah. Okay. He asked me. He was like... Hey, I know that you play the piano. Do you want to come up help lead worship? Like, okay, what? Why not? Wow, yeah, that's a bold move. Yeah, that in the is. middle of a tree, be like, "Hey, you." Kid Very the, first kid time in the I third met. row. Very first time. Was he just like he forgot to bring a pianist, or? I mean, do you think do, was it was like, was he like purposefully like bringing you in, or like what? Because that's a bold move. I don't know if well, I, he invited like me and a few of my other friends because like we had a lot of very talented people okay. on the retreat. And he's like, "Hey, mm-hmm. you guys should come up." Help sing, help play instruments, whatever, doing worship. Yeah. So he brought all of us in. It wasn't just me. You have to have a lot of talents in California, right? Like you just have to be talented to live there. Yeah, that's true. To do ministry. Or to do, yeah. To do ministry. Yeah. To go on retreats. What? I don't know. (laughs) So what was was that experience like after that? So you got to know Francis pretty well? I got to know Francis pretty well. And that was honestly, that was a really life-changing retreat for me. For what? For what? Just because it reconnected me with my faith, and then also introduced me to the whole worship setting. Okay. Because I had no idea what worship was, or like worship leading or anything. So like how? That. So you just knew piano because you're Asian, or I'm Asian, so I did it for twelve years. <laughs> Mom forced me to do it. I mean, this is not. When did you learn guitar? Why did, did you, you play learn? violin, Edmund? <laughs> because I wanted to date Asian girls. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Why don't you tell the story about that? That's the story. This, yeah. is, the story this, multiple this times. is the first story that Edmund told me when I landed was about. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. oh, and by the way, if you're one of these girls that Edmund tried to date in high school, we've Facebook stalked you recently. Yeah, recently. Yeah, uh, yesterday. I. Yesterday. I mean, it was like in middle school. It was like we tried band, we tried orchestra, and then we tried like one other thing. And it was like, which do you want to do? And when we tried orchestra, I was like, these girls are cute. And then I just, that was it. That was the only, that was like literally like the only reason I kept going with that. And then so from like sixth grade to 12th grade, I was in orchestra because just kind of fell into it. Never really dated a girl from orchestra. <laughs> or one that's Asian. Or yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah, or an Asian girl. So wait, so you learned piano at a young age. What about guitar? Guitar, I self-taught myself mm. my freshman year of college. Wow. I taught myself guitar for girls as well so you can see what was going on in my there's life a theme yeah there's a theme here so Fran- so that was your first time at that retreat that you were like oh this music thing and the god thing that i'm kind of not okay with but then somehow that came yeah. together yeah okay i'd say that worship was the like the turning point in my faith life that turned me back to the faith that's an intense statement though to make like yeah. what what was it about worship that because I, I was so disconnected with the church at that point. I, I went through confirmation. I did all of that stuff. But I was so disconnected because, first off, my friends, a lot of them weren't Catholic, even mm-hmm. though I went to a Catholic school. Mm-hmm. And then second off, the ones who were Catholic didn't go to church, didn't practice anything. Okay. And so I found worship as something that reconnected me to the church through music because mm-hmm. I loved music mm-hmm. 100%. And then to be able to see that kind of change people's lives mm-hmm. through prayer too was really cool. So, did you so, yeah. like were you a pretty would you consider yourself a pretty competent musician at that point because praise and worship songs are not the most complicated no three although chords. francis it's, is very talented it's three or four chords yeah it's, like, it's the same chords yeah mm-hmm. so how did you 
like were you like oh, okay i could really crush in this because like there's like four chords i know more than four chords <laughs> yeah yeah basically I, well it was it was like a wisest no offense but it was like oh why is this kind of like easy because i i was trained like very differently okay. for piano so it's different classical it's piano classical piano so it's very technical mm-hmm. yeah but the cool thing about worship was that it's not necessarily just all technical it's also like oh how do i how do i really feel the room how do i allow the spirit to work through me and all yeah. that stuff like there's more stuff yeah to do with it so that's what i learned through it yeah which was really cool so when francis called you up you played piano yeah and then when when did you start doing guitar in worship freshman year of college i came back and led a retreat it was like mm. during a break and mm. he's like hey you want to help out on guitar yeah. or whatever wow it's like let's do it yeah that's brave one of my first experiences leading praise and worship was at georgia tech and my friend chris for some reason we like just really liked praise and worship and then no one was really doing anything at the catholic center literally like we we coordinate this night where we're going to do i think we, we we're going to call it praise night and we we're going to play praise and worship music literally like two days before i'm trying to teach my friend chris who's going to like accompany me, me with guitar i'm like we're trying to work through how to do a bar chord. Oh, no. And we're going to lead worship. Like, it was rough. Did you know that he didn't know how to play? Like, he was just the only other person around that even knew, like, had a guitar and knew how to play it. Wow. wow. So he was like, hey, man, like, this F chord, like, how do we? And I was like, let's just work on it. And they're like, dude. And then um, we did that for a while. And then. The Catholic Center got a new pastor or a new priest and this other priest, Father Tim Hepburn, who's amazing and talented, like, guitarist and pianist and stuff. Anyways, the first time we did a praise and worship session, Chris and I still were, like, the praise and worship guys because no one else – there was, like, no one around. So we do this this thing and uh, <laughs> afterwards we are like, so Father Tim, like, what do you think? And he was so kind. And he was like – he was like, I've been around Matt Marr. Like, that was his feet. Like, that was his. He was like. He was like Shania Twain in that moment. That don't impress me much. Yeah. He was like, he was like, look, you know, he was so kind. He was just like, I've been around really talented people. <laughs> and like, you're I'm not. You're, yeah. And you're not that. And he's like, yeah. so you're doing good. Just, you know, go higher. Yeah. Just be Matt Marr. Just be Matt Marr. Be better. Be a silver fox. So, anyways, that was my experience in my first. Interesting. How many times have you led worship, Brittany? I don't play any instruments, but I did uh, sing and canter f- for masses throughout college. Okay. Oh, that's so, real. That's, that's very impressive. For Latin ma- all Latin masses? Yep. Wow. I speak Latin. It's pretty mm-hmm. progressive churches to let a female, mm-hmm. a female yeah. canter at I know. Mass. I was surprised, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Normally at those churches, they, the girls are way in the back. Yeah. They had me in the back just singing but i couldn't show my face you know ricky what's the most embarrassed you've ever been in your entire life this is a good story because Brittany does this once a week i love hearing people's embarrassing stories and Brittany is embarrassed once a week i think also true (laughs) i I, this isn't necessarily embarrassing but it's embarrassing when i tell the story okay let's have it okay We're, we're in okay so i was 10 years old Ooh. (laughs) <laughs> Maddie's her, Maddie's my girlfriend. She's over here, and she's already laughing. Cause she knows. Can you be embarrassed at ten years old? Oh Absolutely. yeah, yeah. I think you could, but I, I wasn't I embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. Telling now, the story now, telling the story. Yeah. Okay. I think at the, I was just too much in pain. 
during that time. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. But I'll tell you the story. Okay, okay, so I was playing with some of my friends in the neighborhood that we are we were at, and there's this hill in the neighborhood, and we would always go down it on our razor scooters. Yeah, yeah. razor scooters, the were, ankle yeah. breakers. Yeah. yeah, exactly. The ones that hurt so bad. Yeah, they're like three inches off the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you're done. Yeah, like you die. So me and my friend, we went down this hill, and the second time we went down this hill, I was. <laughs> I was going down and I wasn't wearing the right footwear. I was w- wearing Crocs. <gasps> okay, that's why this is an embarrassing story. Flammable yeah, footwear. Because yeah. you're wearing Crocs. <laughs> did they like melt? Basically they did. Yeah. So like I'm trying to go faster down this hill and as I'm trying to I'm as I'm trying to push the scooter down, my croc gets caught. <laughs> oh my croc. <laughs> <laughs> in the in the road, and so like I fall forward, break both my wrists. What? No! And split both wrists? and split open my knee. No. Wait, did you break your radius or your ulna or both on both. your on both on wrists? both wrists? You broke four bones. I couldn't. I could you not wipe, rotate my. You couldn't wipe your bummy bum. Okay. No, no you couldn't wipe your bum, right? No. Did you have to get help? Yeah, yeah, other people had to wipe their bum. No, but the crazy thing is that the two people who helped me, these two guys, like they came out of the car, they helped me up, and we were trying to figure out who they were, but we had no idea who they like literally Your guardian angel. Yeah, honestly, that's what we thought. Like these guys are literally angels because we've Whoa. never saw Did them Did they after take that. you home or like No, they helped me up like walk me to the sidewalk like okay. away and we were like we want to find out who these guys are. Yeah. And they never came back to Wow. Yeah. So that's a cool part that's of it. That's a cool part, but it what it is embarrassing you were wearing Crocs. I was wearing Crocs, but I- then <laughs> so how old were you? You were I was 10, ten years old. So this was like how many years ago? 10. 10 years ago? No. How old are you? This is 2000. Ten. I was 20 I'm 23 now. So 13 years ago. Yeah. Wow. Crocs were a thing back then. You they were a big thing. I could yeah. wear Crocs. I don't at that think age. when I was I 10 Crocs had been invented yet. But that's not even the most embarrassing part. Oh. Oh. So oh I gosh. so I went I went to the hospital, got two casts, got like a brace for my knee. All that stuff. You had to have two casts on your hands. Yeah. So you were just like... <laughs> Wait, did the cast go over the elbow or no? No, it was just okay. halfway. Yeah. yeah. So I got two casts. I got a brace for my knee, obviously, and all that stuff. So two weeks, I'm still in all of that. And I'm outside, like, still saying hi to my friends and all that stuff. And I take one step and I trip over the sidewalk. And it's the slowest fall in the world. And as I fall, <laughs> I feel the stitches in my knee break open. No! <laughs> oh, my yeah. word. You split your knee open I again? I split my knee open again. Oh and when gosh. we went to the hospital, they're like, okay, we have to double check because we might have to do surgery. <gasps> what? Yeah. Did they do surgery? No, they didn't. They just restitched it and cleaned that it out. How's crazy. the knee look today? It's basically like, if do you know how an ACL scar looks like? No. Yeah. So an ACL scar is like vertical. Yeah. So my scar is horizontal. So it looks exactly the same. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Wow. That is an embarrassing story just because you were wearing Crocs. Like, I think I'm the still Crocs thing was the, Crocs. the worst part That's of it. That's the worst part. Yeah. I, I was on like a motorized razor. I was on like a – I was on like – Rich kid problems. No, yeah. Like my friend had like a razor that had like a motor on it. Was it legal? No, it was not. It was not legal. It had like a little like – like a weed whacker engine on it or something. <laughs> oh, so he made it himself. Yeah, like someone made it. And so, wow. and he would go freaking fast on this thing. And so he brought it to my house and he was like, hey man, do you want to ride it? I was like, sure. So I get on it. I'm getting up to speed. And like, do you ever have that feeling? I don't know if you ever had this feeling when you're on a bike where you're like, man, if I just like, Grr! like I just had a little bit of that feeling where I was like, man, like, because a razor, the, 
I mean, the the wheel is so small. Yeah. That just a little turn. So I'm going pretty dang fast, like pretty fast. You're just bombing like, it. And and so I don't know why, but I just started. I just waved it a little mm. bit, and it was just enough that it starts going, Whoa, and I just fly, and I slide across the dirt or the the street. Yeah. Like. I mean, all road my rash. skin Ooh, just rash. is plastered all over the street, and my friend. Oh, oh, okay. And then, so my friend starts running after me because he's like, "Oh, he starts running." So I stand up and I see my friend running after me, but I'm grabbing the moped and I'm picking it up, but it's still revving because I'm holding it wrong, and so it's like. Oh, no. So my friend's running after me, and then he sees the thing start spinning and gasoline going everywhere. Mm. The gasoline tank had burst. So two two of my friends are running after me to help, and then I stand up and they see that, and then they start backing up oh <laughs> and like running gosh. the other way. Oh it was very embarrassing. I was like covered yeah. in blood. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that sounds terrible. Yeah, was that, that was rough. Yeah, that was me. Uh, wow. What was the other story? I was going to tell you. Reminded me of another story, Ricky, but I can't remember now. But man, that's rough. So Edmund, what other ways have you self sabotaged? self-sabotage because mm-hmm. like that thing in you that's like i should jiggle the handlebar when jiggle i'm going oh, yeah. 20 miles an hour on a razor, uh, you know, scooter, on a razor scooter yeah that's like in you it's you know self-sabotage. that's like deep down it's like it's like i don't deserve to be successful i'm gonna mm. i'm gonna sabotage so it. what kinds of things like that have you done lately lately nothing really but I feel like she's getting it so no i don't i don't have anything specific in mind uh so i mean what I'm else just have curious. I done? This seems like a theme in your life. I mean, I definitely was the type of person that needed to know that they would have more chances. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like when I was on the basketball team, JV. Yeah, that's right, Brittany. I'm impressed. Same. I was on the JV basketball team, and there was so much pressure around the first time you got game time. Mm. And it was like, like there was so much pressure. Like here's your chance. If you mess this up, you might never get game time. Mm-hmm. And I remember the very first time I got game time in a in a JV game, I wasn't prepared for how the floor felt. The floor was so clean, mm. and my shoes were clean that like everything my 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 shoes just like stuck, mm. and I just I wasn't used to it. Mm. And I was nervous, and I wasn't used to that, and just like the pressure of. This is your one shot. Mm-hmm. It was really tough for me. Mm. And I remember afterwards, like, I didn't do super great. I remember afterwards thinking, man, if I could just tell the coach, like, I just need to get in a groove. But that is not what you get. Like, you don't get right. that chance. Yeah. It's not like, right. yeah, man, we'll just, like, let you in a few games. Just, mm-hmm. like, get used just to, to it. Just to see. But everything felt, like, every step felt important. Mm. And I really struggled with that. Actually, that that's why I struggled with that um, with public speaking. Mm. Until I in my head said, this is not the first and only time you're going right. to get to speak in front of people. Right. But I think if like most people, when, when you get in, up in front of a crowd, you're like, this is my one shot. Mm. This is it. But when you trick your brain into thinking like, Oh no, you're going to have plenty of chances. Like yeah. then it relieves a lot of that pressure. Mm. I, speaking of embarrassing stories, I, when I speak, uh, to get into the groove, I always like to tell an embarrassing story about myself mm-hmm. right off the bat because, for one, I have so many that it's like... I mean, new, I could think of some. New material, like, daily. Yeah, like you peeing in that garage. That was an accident. Uh, 
but <laughs> it can only go up from there, right? Yeah. Like if I start a talk. Wait, yesterday, what, what embarrassing story did you tell yesterday? I actually didn't because I only had 10 minutes to give a short little testimony. <laughs> and so I was like, I don't have enough time to tell a, an embarrassing story. What's like your story. go-to embarrassing story? There's one. If It depends on how tame I want to be because I do have a lot of embarrassing stories involving peeing in places. Like, and that's what's weird is that most of your embarrassing stories involve do. peeing. I know. I should get some more material, but... I mean, I probably will. Tomorrow. You should stop peeing in public places. He sells. Well, that's easier said pee, than pee done. Is great. Pee pee is great like pretty good. teenagers. Although, right. remember on our core team, remember I was like the like the first month or two, Kyle. I don't know if you ever knew this, but the first month or two of youth ministry, we trained our core team. We do youth ministry. Then we have our first like core team meeting mm-hmm. post like I don't know two months of youth group. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, adults. Tell me, like, give me good feedback. Like, let's be really honest about our youth nights. Mm-hmm. What, you know, what's working really well? What is not working well? What do we not like? Mm-hmm. And uh, what was her name? Uh, Pilar? Or no, I forget her name. But she, like, raises her hand and she was like, yes, uh, every talk. Why is it always about the pee-pee and poo-poo? <laughs> <laughs> How come every time you have to talk about pee-pee and poo-poo? That was probably Julia. <laughs> No, it was uh, I forget her name, but uh, Nork uh, Lily. Oh, Lily, yeah. But she was like, every time you give a talk, you talk either about pee pee or poo poo. Okay. <laughs> and I felt so exposed and insecure. Yeah. Well, we were dealing with teenagers, right? So I know, but I don't. That, but that's a cheap thing. I don't have to do it every single I mean, week. But it sells. It's still though. funny. They laugh. Is it that funny though? Well, when I every tell it, single it's funny. week. Okay, so what's an embarrassing so, story that you tell? Uh, uh, so my go-to if I'm trying to be tame and I don't want to talk about pee is this time <laughs> that I was – and this actually happened to me after youth group, so it's kind of applicable to teenagers. Yeah. Um, we had gone to Chili's after youth group and mm, that was – Yes, that was, that was classic. Um, and as we were leaving, um, I went – you know, I think there was like this teenage boy. I was walking away, and he was like, "Brittany, you didn't give me a hug goodbye, or like something like that." You know, and so I was like, "Oh, okay." And I like ran back to him, and I had a, bo- a to-go box of food in my hand, and I went to jump the curb, but I missed the parking like the you know hump thing, thing yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. it is, the parking hump thing. Yeah, yep. and so I I was fine off the curb, but then I tripped over that thing, and I just like. Went like full out on my face, oh. my food everywhere. It was oh. pretty bad. It was pretty the only bad. thing worse than and that, and I think I like kind of had a crush on the boy, mm. you know. So it was just the bad. only thing worse than that is being in a public place and waving to someone who is not mm. as no. I do that redefine like once a month. Well, it's hard with the mask too. Yeah, because you think tell. like, oh, that person's uh, from looking here up looks like they're, I know them, and they're looking at me. Like I'll walk into redefine, and a lot of people know me because I'm there every day. <laughs> So people will turn and say hi to someone at the cash register, but I think they're saying hi to me. So I'll go, huh, uh, and like do that. And I feel so embarrassed. Yeah. That's why I don't say hi to people in public. Yeah. Uh, Ricky, when did you start getting into graphic design? Like when did like the, so you started with the musical skills. I did. But at what point did you start getting into digital skills? So it was when I, came back to California because I was going to college initially in Arizona. What? Oh, yeah. we didn't, I didn't know, this. know this. For like a year and a half, I was in college in Arizona. Why? Where'd you go? I went to ASU. Okay. Arizona the State. Sun Devils? Yeah. I mean, that's already, that's already a sign that you should leave. Yeah. 
devils in the name. <gasps> yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Like Anyways, so I so I went there. I was studying something that I was like not really into finance and accounting. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, we did talk about. But this. you were trying to follow in your father's footsteps. Yeah, yeah. So, like I had this pressure from my parents. Hey, you got to do this, this, and that. Yeah. I was like, okay, let's do it. Um, and then I just felt God calling me back home, so I went back home to California. And they started helping out at my local parish, which is right next to my old high school. And they were like, hey, do you want to be part of the core team? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And then a few weeks after, they were saying, we really want to start a social media. We want to up our social media game. Can you run it? Can you make graphics, take photos, all that stuff? And I was like, okay, whatever. Let's see how this goes. And I ended up loving it. Who's the youth yeah. minister? At the time, it was um, it was Jenna. Her name was Jenna. Hmm. And she was super cool. And um, I think she was brand new, probably like a year or so, maybe less. Yeah. And she was like, let's just bring you on. Really want you to help out. Dang. Yeah. And, and so you started just, making graphics? I started making graphics on like Canva. Yeah. 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 So just super simple. And then um, there was like a point where I told myself, I really want to learn more of this because I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And I really enjoyed doing it for the church and making it look cool because I didn't see any other youth ministries doing that in the area. So I taught myself Photoshop, mm. and that's really where it took off. And How'd just, you afford Photoshop? Student discount. Ooh, yeah. that's a clutch. It's a student discount. And my school at the time was giving out the whole Adobe Creative Cloud for free. What? To wow. students, yeah. That's wild. Yeah. That is. Yeah. Brittany, you're an artist. You could say that. Yeah. Drink studio coffee. Drinkstudiocoffee.com. No, that's not. Wait, that's it? You don't want to share any more about that? I, I don't. You know, I This is your I opportunity. Do this is the most successful podcast in the world. That I'll ever be on. The most successful semi-Catholic podcast in the world. Yes. And you don't want to talk about your art? You know, I, I don't. I, I've said this before that I don't consider myself cre- a creative. And that's only somewhat true. Like, I just don't know what you mean when you say artist and like it's hard for me <laughs> we're getting we're just gonna we're go right deep. there yeah let's go deep it's hard it's hard for me to like create something and then look at that and say that's art you know i feel like that's every creative okay. there's a book well maybe we're all there's in a this book, book together <laughs> there's a book in this studio called like the story of art and the first chapter starts with a sentence that has been stuck in my head for a long time what is it the first sentence says, there's no such thing as art. There are only artists. Interesting. Discuss. Then what do artists make? Well, I think, though, to your point, Brittany, yeah. like, yeah, who cares about looking at it and saying if it's art or not? Yeah. You're like, if if you're making stuff, you're an artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that help or hurt? It's deep. I need to process. I don't, I don't like that quote at all. I think art definitely exists. So what, how would you define art, Kyle? Something that speaks to the beyond. Mm. Wouldn't that be everything speaks to the beyond? Everything I think a lot of things are art, yeah. Like everything is art. Yeah. Yeah. If, and if it's not made by humans, it's made by God. He's an artist and he makes art. What if it's made by aliens? I That's believe art they as well. Were made God by made God. the aliens. Yeah. Exactly. Art. Yeah. I believe in a creator of the universe. I also believe in aliens. Mm-hmm. Who were made by God. If anyone wants to check out any of my uh, creative endeavors and comment on whether or not they are, in fact, art, you can check me out at 
at handmade spelled like Mary is the handmaid of the Lord <laughs> underscore underscore creations on Instagram. I'll see you there. It's an easy username. Yeah, to, to remember, remember. Right. Um, so have you gotten any DMs after that seek thing? Or any guys? Are you like, just going to put me on blast like that? No, I'm just wondering. Like, well, you guys, yeah, we're selling your Catholic match actively, <laughs> so people deserve to know what's going on. That's true. Yeah. That mm-hmm. is true. Um, I've gotten a few. Um, I've definitely gotten a lot of new followers, which is interesting because I, I mean, there was no attribution to my Instagram or anything like that on yeah. on the video. Curtis was just like, this person who's going to receive this award... <laughs> yeah. They, they are he great. He or she is very good. And they really represent this award. Yes. And that was yes. that was a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was. So you have gotten more followers. Mm-hmm. Not that that matters to me because it I, does matter I transcend you, beyond well, follower count. You no, know? You, it, it matters to you. Ricky, what is the weirdest thing you've ever had to design? Ooh. Ooh. Or, like, what's the most embarrassing design you've ever made? I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> the very first, um, like, the very first ever, like, kickoff for a youth ministry event. Yeah. I probably spent 300 hours designing the, like, flyer. Like, I just. Why is that weird? <clears throat> I mean, it's why weird you weird? spent so much time, but why. You said the weirdest okay. thing you've ever designed. The what other part it about like? it was that it looks horrible. Oh. Like, it just, like, if I were to look back on it, it looks horrible. I don't mm-hmm. even know if I could find it. But it was like, um, like, <laughs> and this is not in the 90s. This is like 2012. I made a like flyer. Yeah, I made a flyer <laughs> that was like the radical journey or something. <laughs> And the design was like radical comes from raditz, which means like at the root. Mm -hmm. So I I had like a tree with roots, but then I made Jesus's face like in the tree. Oh, I actually think I remember this. And it was the worst. That sounds terrible. It was the worst. It was so bad. But I spent (laughs) so much time on it because I was like, this has to look really cool. You could have just had the roots of the tree without the face of Jesus. Yeah. It probably would have been yeah, cool. Yeah, or I could have just so done Jesus the night. look like a tree. Yeah, or I could, I could have spent half of the time I, met, I spent on the design. I could have just like... Writing a better talk. Talk yeah. to... Or, or or hung out with kids. You true, know? true. Which true. brings up the question, like, how much design is too much design? Like, does it matter? Mm. Like, does it matter to have good design? Mm. Does it not? Uh, I think it's something a lot of youth ministers in particular, like, now struggle mm. with. yes. Because there's so many, there's so much good design out there. So as a youth minister, you're like, oh man, if my stuff doesn't look good, mm-hmm. I'm a failed youth minister. It's the name of the game now. Yeah. But I think there's a lot to be said for um, borrowing and building on what people create rather than starting from scratch and feeling like you have to reinvent the wheel. Mm-hmm. Because chances are most youth ministers did not get into youth ministry because they want to do graphic design. No, no. And if that's true, No, you get into it because you want to be famous. Right, and rich. Yeah. And then become a famous Catholic speaker. Exactly. And win an award at seek. And and be wealthy. (laughs) Yeah. um, Because they pay youth ministers so well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But but they can build on things that other people are doing Mm -hmm. with permission and, you know, proper... Yeah. Attribution, yeah, and payment—you know where mm-hmm. where credit and payment are due. But 
When's that the, way they don't have to spend their time. That reminds me of when is the last time, Brittany, that you lied and got caught? Mm. Okay. <laughs> I lied on accident, kind of, but I didn't get caught, actually. Okay, never mind. Ricky, That was you? yesterday. What? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Something happened what? yesterday? I felt bad about it afterwards. You lied yesterday? Uh, it was an accident, kind of. Like, I was giving a talk. It was during my testimony. Mm-hmm. And you I, lied during your testimony? It was, uh, it was an accident. Oh my gosh, this is almost as bad as one of my friends. We're giving a presentation in youth ministry, like 101 or something, and we're supposed to give a talk. He gave this whole talk. He told this whole amazing story about like bringing cookies to some event or youth group and then getting embarrassed and throwing them in the bush and blah, blah, blah. And then afterwards, we're like, man, that was a really crazy story. Like, that's really awesome. He's like, ah, it didn't happen to me. He told someone else's story. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Well, I. I just accidentally said, like, I was talking about the times that I had encountered God. And I said, this was like a very small snippet of the beginning of my testimony. And I said, you know, I could tell you a thousand stories of the times and ways that I've encountered God starting in third grade uh, all the way up to yesterday. And I, I, like, felt bad when I sat down. Or no, I said, oh, this is what it was. I would meant to say yesterday, but I ended up saying this morning. Mm. And I hadn't prayed that day yet because oh. I'm a night prayer. And I just, for some reason in my brain, it like felt like I would sound holier to say that I had an encounter with God that morning. So I felt really bad about it. You should. If you were on that retreat, I'm sorry that I accidentally lied to you. Because yeah, I pray at night and I don't encounter God in the morning. Yeah. You guys ever sinned during confession? I did that once. Like you, you did lied. that like recently, right, Kyle? Well, no, no. That was after confession. I made the conscious decision not to gossip. Good oh, work. Okay, no, okay. But a couple years ago, I remember I was in confession. Now I remember what I was confessing. I'm sure it was like a ton of things. And <laughs> I, I finish up and it's like time to say the act of contrition, right? And the act of contrition was always a little tricky for me. And I'm looking at the sheet and I'm like reading off the sheet because I was behind the screen. Pretty, uh, pretty slick. And I start mixing up, like, you know how when you're copying something from online, you have to, like, change up the words so it's not plagiarized? <laughs> I start doing that with the actor. You don't have contrition. to do that with the actor. <laughs> right, right. But I want to be very, very real and raw with y'all. Is okay. that I did that intentionally because I wanted the priest to think that I, like, knew a different oh, act of yeah. I, like, was a kid who, like, knew the act of contrition. But and just, like, why did you care? You're behind words. the screen. I don't know why, Brittany. It was a <laughs> sin. I was deliberately misrepresenting myself to look good. And I remember thinking, I walked in, I was like, damn. And I was like, so when did I was like, so absolution was after that. Yeah, I was like, like so, I, go back I was like, there? does that count? You know, it's, I don't think it was a mortal sin. <laughs> Probably is kind of like swept under the rug. I used to do that all the time. I would go to confession, and if it was Father Flynn, like mm-hmm. my pastor, and I was in confession, I would be behind the screen, but I would take on some other character. <laughs> like, did you do an accent? No, I just like, would like I would shut my son. I'd be like, I'm stop. Trying. Are you serious? Yeah, I would like try to change my voice. And then also, sometimes I would like flub the act of contrition to kind of act like, oh, I haven't been to confession in a long time. Oh mm. my gosh. He yeah, probably really knew bad. exactly but I, but, who but you But were. I'd be like, I'd be like he, he'd say, like, now say an act of contrition. I'd be like, oh my God. <laughs> you know? Because like, I just was like, it would have been so much easier to just go to a different priest. I know. Father but Flynn it, called me out once. I was doing a similar bit. 
What did he say? Well, I, I went to confession. I was just confessing my normal sins. You know, I wasn't really disguising <laughs> my voice, but I was I was there. I was behind the screen, though. Yeah. And, like, he finishes up, and he's like, oh, you know, whatever advice, you know, go pray your Hail Mary or whatever. And he goes like, oh, also, Kyle, like, did, like, the Nerf night go really well <gasps> yesterday? Oh, oh my was, like, speaking, like, really casually, and I was thinking, I was like... Why are you doing this to me right now? <laughs> like, You're behind the screen. That's like, not okay. Like, Father, don't say my name. Yes, I'm behind the screen. Don't, and like, I was like, how do you know what it means? Like, your voice is really annoying. It is. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you do have a pretty distinct you voice. You have a New York accent. It's very, so weird. I don't have a New York accent. My yes, mother corrected do. me about this the other day. She pulled up some internet sources on it. Apparently, there's a specific New Orleans dialect that sounds almost identical to a Brooklyn accent. Okay. No, just Kyle kind of sounds like Jewish. A little bit. I have Jewish family. I know. That's what I'm saying. He is Jewish. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like he's got a little bit of Jew. Yeah, he's got a little Jew in him. Ish. Yeah, like a little Jewish in him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, a little Jew in him. Also, you have a particular. Your dad's a convert, right? Yeah. Yes. He converted two days after. Praise the Lord. But like Kyle, Kyle has a specific cadence to the way he talks. Definitely, you would have to you have to really slow down Kyle in confession for me not to clock you and be like, "That's <laughs> Kyle." That Especially Kyle. when it's something I don't want to say, I start talking way faster. Like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got yeah. my yeah. when you get nervous, and I'm just like, pew, 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 pew. and yeah. it's like the worst one is like in the middle. Oh yeah, <laughs> you like, just sandwich, sandwich it in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're it's like, like lied to my mom, killed a guy, also <laughs> lied about my weight, and then it's like it's like wait, you killed a guy. <laughs> yeah. It's like, don't worry about that. It's just once. Always trying to throw the priest. Blood was yeah. everywhere. <laughs> no, I had to do confession standing up last week. I went to confession and it was this deal. It was like this COVID deal where it's like in the chapel. And it was a parish I didn't go to, thankfully, because I'm like making eye contact with the priest. And he's sitting down in the pew. And I just have to like stand there. I've never felt guiltier what? in my life. Weird. And I was, it was like, like getting I in trouble down? with your dad. Yeah. No, because he's just sitting down looking at me in this like bright chapel. The only one's in there. And, and there's just, no like, seat standing. for you? Yeah, yo, he didn't let me. He said, just start. And I was like, this is frightening. Rough. Wow. Rough day. That's yeah. super weird. I was on trial. And then at the end, I had to do a punishment. It was a prayer. I think the worst, thing, the worst thing a priest can do to me when I'm in confession <laughs> is just, like, pay me no attention. Just be mm. like, just, like, brush me off. Just kind of, like, like. Why? You, because does that make, how does that make you feel? It makes me feel like, yeah, just, like. Makes it harder to forgive yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just kind mm. of like, nah. You mm. want a little chastisement. Yeah, I want a little bit of like, oh, man, that was really, you know, yeah. mulligan. Like yeah, it was kind yeah. of like, ah, mulligan. You know, like yeah. you really screwed you up really there. You really messed that one up. When I was in high school, I had a friend who was um, Coptic mm. uh, Orthodox or whatever. Wow. And he said, <laughs> he was like, he found out that I went to confession often. And I was like, yeah, man, I go. And he's like, why? Like, why do you? Do? He's like, I go like once a year. And I was like, why? And he's like, because when I go to confession, it's like this old Egyptian man who's holding like a staff with a crucifix on it. And I'll say my confession and he'll hit me in the head in what? the middle of my confession no way. and be like, why you do that? And like yell at yell at you. And Edmund's like, I want that. I was like, I would love that. One, <laughs> he's like, year. No, you don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My friend. Uh, I need I to be his name, punished. Yeah, he was like, he was like, I, I, he's like, I go maybe once a year because he'll hit literally start hitting me. Oh my word! Yeah, hitting me with the crucifix like on the staff and saying like, Why are you doing that? Do they Why do, that do that to girls too? I don't know. He, how could he tell? 
Do you know. ever try to flex on a priest so he is more of a jerk to you? Like, sometimes I'll tell him, like, ever since I got out of college at Francis University, too, but <laughs> that way, like, I know he's going to, like, treat me worse because I love it when they're mad at me. Yeah. Like, I want that. Oh, my gosh, like, you guys. Sometimes I'll confess something some and I'm thinking, stuff. he just is like, oh, well, like, it's really good that you're, like, going to church. And I, like, don't know how to, like, tell him that, yeah, like, I go like, to church. Yes, yes, Father, yes, like, yeah, get on my level yeah, here. Yeah, because, like, like, if you go and they'll think... Oh man, it's just really good that you went to confession. Right, like, right. This is the first time in five years, and you're like, no, no, Father, like, yeah. come on, I go a lot, and then and then you get like a different, mm-hmm. yeah, because because like sometimes the priests are just so happy that people you're are there, yeah. going to confession, true, yeah, and you want to just say like, no, I go a lot, like I'm pretty scrupulous, like mm-hmm. I'm pretty, and then you want them to kind of. Give I feel you like the, you could you could intro yourself at the beginning and say like when you were in youth ministry, you could say like I'm a youth minister. Yeah. And then yeah. you know that way he kind of is like you could kind oh, of open you could kind of op- like what would you open with to signal to the priest you'd be like forgive me father for I've sinned I've read um, do you not say the time intro to the devout like, life I always say forgive me father for I've sinned it's been like one month since my yeah last yeah, yeah. Like, yeah that's a yeah. big one yeah I that's think. true because if it's been like four weeks then know, they're probably they're, like okay he goes say, a lot but if you say three weeks. Sometimes they automatically assume you're just like overly scrupulous. Yeah, or what if it actually what, has one been? Day. It's been one day since one day. day JP2 like, went every day. And if he went every true. day, I should have gone three times in the middle of this podcast. Uh, <laughs> but still, I mean, like. But it was also JP2. But what do you open with that signals to them that you maybe know what's up? You like, go face to face rather than behind the screen and you just wear a shirt with like a picture of St. Francis of Sales on it. Yeah, but you don't want. Yeah, but you, saying, like, you don't want. I know, but you don't want to give like overly scrupulous vibes yeah mm. but maybe you want him spiritual directors maybe yeah, that's yeah. what that's for you want i think we to, have a solution to yeah this. that's probably true but you want him to understand yeah that, if like, we had regular confessors then we probably wouldn't be having this conversation yeah. Yeah. but i really think the forgive me father for i've sinned i attended franciscan university <laughs> well i just bring it that's up that's a weird well because it's always in context like i'll be like oh like i whatever like I feel like I have been praying as much since I left Francis University. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it comes off in context as not that pretentious. But, it but also then it gets comes the priest off- kind of like, you know what? Screw this guy. I'm going to really get lay into him. But I'm going to make him pray a whole rosary. You're making an excuse. Yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah. just because I don't have a chapel in my house anymore with the Eucharist, like, I yeah. can still pray yeah, yeah, if yeah. I want to. Have you ever had priests give you really weird... Um, Penances. Mm-hmm. Oh, weirdest penance. That's a that's a good roundtable. Because I think uh, I think one time a priest gave me a penance that wasn't technically like allowed. allowed. Yeah, it was something like don't ever do something again. Mm. It was like for your penance, don't ever. It was, it was something weird. And I, I remember the break up with a girlfriend once. What? Did you do it? No. Oh. I was in uh, I was in high school. Was, well, clearly you've done 18. it since. Yeah, I did break up there a few months later. And I was dating this girl at youth group. She's a sweet little girl. Her name's Alec. You guys know her. Oh, yeah. Probably should not have yeah. said it live, but I mean, she's We're nice no camera angle switches. What is our camera on right now? Because uh, I want to make sure on, that we get this. It's on the middle camera. Okay. Oh, it's right but on. maybe it should be on you as uh, you tell us. My story. camera died a bit ago. Oh, oh man. Sorry, man. So, anyways, I go to confession. This is good. It's like I'm behind a metaphorical screen right now. Right. Oh, okay. And I was talking to somebody, like, mentioned, like, oh, I'm sending, like, I want to be, like, better for my girlfriend. He goes, yo, you have a girlfriend? <gasps> I was like, yeah, yeah. He goes, how old are you? I was like, well, I'm 18. I was like thinking, yes, like good thing I'm 18. Yeah, because it's at my high school. This is with a legal with, adult. This is with a Latin mass priest for context. Ooh, okay, uh, I know. I already know. And what's he, gonna go, he goes, so like, you're dating a girl. I was like, yeah, I'm dating a girl. And he goes, <laughs> well, are you guys gonna get married? And I was like, well, I don't know. We're, we're just dating. He goes, well, like, are you trying to get married? I'm like, 
now? Like, are you on that timeline? I was like, well, I probably don't want to get married until I'm out of college, I think. He goes, you shouldn't be dating this girl. Like, I really don't think you should be dating this girl. Wow. So then I, I had to double down. He basically told me I should do it. It wasn't like independence, but he's like, you need to break up. He didn't say independence part. Mm. So then I had to double down. You have to like go to someone else, like a second opinion. I went to confession. I was like, let me just like sit in real quick. So I'm going to confession with Paul Flynn. What? Like, Paul Flynn, what do you think about this? He's like, like you do whatever you want, Kyle. Like you, you, you can date someone. You're, you're like, dude, 18. you should have just told that priest when he was like, "Look, are, do you want to get married?" And you're like, "No." And he's like, "All right, then you should break up with her." You should be like, "You know what? You're right, Father. I think I'm going to propose to her." <laughs> he's like, "You know what? You're right. I'm going to marry her. I'm going to get serious. Oh, I'm going to marry her this week." You're right, Father. You Latin told me to like, marry this father. Will now. you say our wedding next Thursday? Yeah. Father, I'm going to tell place. my parents that you told me to marry this girl now. Yes. You yeah. don't say that to like the modern day priest. Yeah. In the confessional, he holds all the cards. Well, I'm a small boy. That's true because he will. I know, but you make him feel like to absolve you. No, no, oh, but you're just like too. you're just like you're right, Father. I should marry her. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like you kind of catch scared. him. Like you agree with him. Yeah. And then you double oh, down. Yeah, he will. He will refuse to absolve you if you're not yeah. contrite enough in his opinion. Really? So I've heard. Are you serious? I've heard stories of that, in his yeah. opinion, that's intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, you have to be ultra contrite. I had a priest roll his eyes at me the one of the few times that I knelt down to receive communion. Oh. This was in uh, Key West or something. And we were like on vacation. It was one, and it was one of the few times like I'm I'm out of Franciscan for vacation. I'm with my family, rather like a different church. I'm like, okay, I'll kneel down and receive. Like, no one knows me. No one, blah blah blah. It's like a bold move because you're not with your and normal I was, crew. Like I was just yeah, like very acceptable at Franciscan. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. but also at Franciscan, it was more like I was more nervous to do it there because everyone's around. Like I just yeah, you know, and mm-hmm. I just felt I was like, okay. I'm in a different place. Like, no one will know. For the first time. Yeah, for the first yeah. time. Like, no one will know, and I'll do it here, and that'll be cool. Mm-hmm. And so I, like, kneel down, and this priest, like, go and then looks down and then goes, and, like, rolls his eyes and then gives me the Eucharist. I was so mortified. I was so mor- – it was, like, yeah. he was pissed that I, like, held up the line. Mm. There was, like, Jeez. 20 people there for I Mass. I did once – uh, I so I typically genuflect before I receive. That's a good compromise, oh, and which holy. I feel like is a good compromise. Doesn't hold up the line. And it's cool that you genuflect and you put your head on the floor and you lay prostrate. Yeah, that's so what like I do. Minute. It's yeah. like a it's like a real subtle genuflect. Yeah. It's you know? cool too because you make people walk around you. Yeah, because yeah. I'm normally sobbing. You yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but but I had someone ask me to stop. Um, because I stop genuflecting. Was, yeah, this wow. was in co- like it was in college, but it was at St. Francis. They said, "Hey, can you stop genuflecting?" They said, "It looks like you're doing it to draw attention to yourself. Mm. Just and, to take a quick knee. Mm-hmm, yeah, just take a quick first down before yep, you go just up. Just a quick little well, yeah. knee hit the That's ground, ba- pop back but up. Who was this person that asked you? Was a they- staff member at St. Francis. Oh, what? Wow. Mm-hmm. No, I had that happen to me, except yeah. it was my own father told me after. Oh this. wow! He's like, Not "Why are you doing genuflect? that?" He's like, "You're just trying to draw attention to yourself." And I was yeah. like, "Well, it was always like that. Like I've seen people do it. It's like, like an important the thing." The God of yeah. the universe like, no. is looking me in the face, and I'm just gonna get on my knee real quick. Dude, I could do whatever you want. If do I whatever you want. Just ripped off like five in a row without getting embarrassed. I think I would have done it forever. Like I think Edmund, if you could have done five kneels mm-hmm. in a row without the Key West, you'd be a kneel guy yeah. and you'd be immune. Yeah. But we all fumbled the bag mm-hmm. at yeah. some point. I still genuflect before. I My still own. do as well. Congrats. Yeah. But but I will do I held the line. But I will wait like I'll do it as the person in front of me is going yeah. up. I do that too. Yeah. yeah. Is that what you were doing when they were like you're drawing attention to yourself? I think so. Really? Mm-hmm. That's that's some BS. Yeah. 
That's some that's straight up crap. And then one time, um, and this was obviously pre-COVID, but it was during flu season. I was home for Christmas from college, and I I started receiving on the tongue in college. And when I was home for Christmas, I went to go receive on the tongue, and the deacon refused and made me receive in the hand. And then later said that it was because of... Uh, the flu? flu season that the bishop had maybe asked people, but there was no announcement or anything like that at the beginning of mass that you should only receive in the hand. So I, I was just embarrassed and That's felt like crap. it was really awkward. That's some crap, man. Yeah, Man, I'm just licking people's fingers during COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Just put it in my mouth. Yep. That Hell is yeah. crazy. That's yeah. that I do sense. look forward. That's one of the things about COVID being over that I hope will return sooner than later. Is receiving all the time. Just the ability yeah. to receive the way that yeah. you want to receive. Yeah. I don't want to stop people who want to receive in the hand. Yeah. Man. But also people want to receive on the tongue. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Freedom. Yeah. It's a free country. Amen. Uh, America. Sometimes, though, I've received on the tongue with a priest that kind of, like, gets, like, a knuckle in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. He, yeah. like, literally puts his whole hand yeah. Yeah. in your mouth. He, like, wants to make sure he gets it in yeah. there. Yeah. And I'm like, and that that does make me go, maybe next time I won't receive on the tongue. <laughs> maybe next time I'll, I'll do I've had myself. a priest miss my mouth. What? Yeah. And like put he, it where? In your ear? He, like, he, he hit me, like, right here on no! my chin. Yeah, below my mouth. I'm like, dude, are you, like, are you blind? <laughs> yeah. Or, like... So it was like a good, it was a good awkward like two seconds. Like, I'm like, oh crap. Like I He's missed like your mouth. trying to put his debit card in the <laughs> yeah, ATM. Like, like, sorry, my chip Wrong. was denied. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was so, that was another awkward story. Weird. Yeah. You ever had a priest like criticize the congregation for not receiving in the mouth in the right way? Yeah. Like no. he would yeah. this a lot at. Oh, yeah. Didn't this happen to St. Francis? They tell you, like, stick your tongue yeah, out. They're like, yeah. come on. Like, like really mm-hmm. stick your tongue They're out. They're like, we're not playing slot machines. Like, come on. Give yeah. us a landing to put the... Yeah. I've had a priest yell at his congregation for not receiving on the hand correctly. Well, how do you not receive on the hand correctly? You're just yeah. like, ah. Well, if people are <laughs> is, like... Is it like you just call like this hand over hand, right? No, it, it's dominant hand underneath. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's. Yeah. yeah, I'm a great hand guy. I did it yeah. for a while. I, I changed it at some point. I got, I got holy at some point, but like the form. Kyle is in still the closet there. is a great hand guy. <laughs> no, this but is like one of those friends thing. If you look at someone and you just go like this, yeah. it's a little offensive. Yeah, it's no, it's. Yeah, but yeah. if you're in a Catholic world and you go like this, they're like, oh, the Eucharist. But if you like go exactly. walk outside and you just start going like that to people, that's, like, that's a very crazy. offensive. Yeah. Wait, so what? It, why was he, what, like, were people just going up like this? Like, give me. <laughs> no, it was it was for the exact reason that Brittany yeah. was talking about. Like, people were doing right over left instead of left over right. And he's like, it's supposed to be left over right. So what are the... Well, it's so, dominant but who cares? Yeah. So Wait, if you're so a lefty, they, but, but if you put right up, and then you just... People. I see some people just put it in there, and then they just go, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Just weird. pop it in. Pop I had a priest in. at a parish that I worked at in Toledo. He was upset because there were, apparently there were a lot of middle schoolers who had permanent marker all over their hands. Oh. And so they would go to do it, and he just didn't like it. He just did not like that people had permanent marker mm-hmm. on their hands. Receiving yeah. the Eucharist, yeah. Yeah, it Can is, you imagine it though, like drawing a, a big circle, drawing a big circle, and you're like, like a target. You draw an arrow, place and you're like, an Jesus X. You're like here. place Jesus yeah. here. The Eucharist goes here. You're like the perfect ah. circle. Yeah, yeah. I do always try to make sure my hands are clean before I go to mass, just especially now, you know, receiving on the hand. Yeah, you should probably make sure your cleans your hands are clean most times. Yeah, but sometimes you're like 
you know, doing a project right before or something. And what? Like, doing a like, I'll artist. get, I'll have paint. How all dirty over my are your hands. projects? Like, oh, okay. You I know, know what you're saying. Yeah. Isn't it Muslims? Are. Like, Muslims, like, they can't read the, what is it? The Talmud? No, that's Jewish. The Quran? Shrivna? The, the Quran. Okay. They can't read the Quran if they've, like, recently been to the bathroom, if they, like, they have to, like, mm. wash their hands, they have to, like, clean their whole bodies before sense. they even. Well, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it does. Why? Because it's like preparing yourself. Like it. The idea makes sense. <laughs> Maddie, can you turn the heat down a little bit? Have you guys? You know, one of my favorite Catholic things is when someone uses like a lot of theology to like prove to like that they're being dumb. Like what I mean, like my favorite example is when I was a kid, we would go to daily mass sometimes before high school because we mm-hmm. were like really holy and stuff. And <laughs> Back what, then. Would, what would happen? Exactly. <laughs> what would happen is my dad, after a while, was getting annoyed because mass would go a little long and we wouldn't have time for breakfast. So he made up this rule where you could leave mass early if it was daily mass right after communion because it, it wasn't your Sunday obligation. Mm. And uh. I get what he was saying. Like there was some thought process here. But, like, we went to Mass with the intention of skipping out after the mm-hmm. Eucharist. Yeah. And I remember thinking, like, this is weird because you don't usually see that at daily Mass. Mm-hmm. So we'd be getting, like, half looks. Like, you get the respect looks right, from daily Mass right. people. Right, right. Like, you brought your mass. family to daily Mass, but then you left early. But then you left yeah. early. Right. And, and people then, are like, well, you must have an important job. You have somewhere to go. Right. I just always thought that was interesting because it wasn't like we were trying to get to school. Also, that was because we wanted breakfast. Also, daily Masses last, like, 25 minutes. So it's like, if you leave early, what... It was a Cistercian daily mass, and those would okay. end with like the monks would start the going Abbey? crazy. Yeah, it was yeah. at the it was okay. at the Abbey. Like yeah. we were like those kids. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it was a layered discussion. If any Cistercian monks are watching this, because uh, I think they do play oh, our podcast. Actually, like all the Cistercian monks, there's a thing where every Thursday night, all the Cistercian monks everywhere that they are, all mm-hmm. over the globe, yeah, they sit down and um, the like on Thursday nights they eat macaroni and cheese, yeah, and then with hot dogs cut with up hot dogs. Which is kind of weird. Yeah, and then the head uh, Cistercian will take the dogs and he'll cut them and he'll just and put them in the pot yeah. and stir it up. But they'll all eat mac and cheese and hot dogs. Yeah, and they will watch the show. Mm-hmm. They'll watch the show. Yeah, so it, we actually broadcast it live only for them. Yeah, right. It's, a it's really cool. Right. It, we have a direct feed into but the Cistercian, Abbey. Cistercian uh, um, habits. What color are they? They're white. They're white, white very mm-hmm. white. So because of the hot the the, the mac and cheese and hot they dogs, have to wear those. they wear the brown, yeah. which is why they call it brown night. Right. Um, for both reasons. Right. One the brown here and then one the brown after. Uh-huh. So they make the brown so, after the podcast. Speaking Maddie. of though, any fathers or brothers who are watching this, um, I would like it if you guys would bring back the Friday night mass on mm. first Fridays. Mm. Um, that was a great mass. So can you just bring that back? Thank What'd you. What'd you like about that mass? They, it was really solemn. They had a scola, which was great. Uh, and is that a small girl? Uh huh. Yep. Okay. And, um, at the end of the mass, they would turn off all the lights and pray the salve all together. Aww. And then you just like leave and it's, they would have it at, I don't know, it was kind of late, maybe eight on, mm-hmm. on Friday nights, but then it's over by eight thirty or eight forty-five. But you have a whole thing about Wednesday, like, didn't you think Wednesday night mass should be, or maybe it was my wife, but you thought like Wednesday night mass should be at a different time. No, I think actually all the other masses should be at the same time that Wednesday night mass. Do you think yes. daily... Daily Mass is a scam. It's at 10 a.m. everywhere. And if yeah, you work a job, you can't At our parish, go. it's at yeah. 8.30, but it's like, I have so 9 o'clock appointments. So should it be like 5? 
No, I actually think six is yeah, perfect six, because six thirty a.m. house is starting to. I thought that was no. Bad. I mean, six that poor priest has friends, to wake up six p.m. every day. Six yes, p.m. Yes, I want a six p.m. mass every day. But what about the people that want the six a.m. mass every day? Well, they can have a different priest. It's a full time job. They can say mass twice a day. That's true. They could take a nap in the in the middle of the day. That's true. That's true. What else do priests have to they do? They just have sacraments. Yeah, that's all they have to do. Yeah, they, they're spending too much time doing graphic design and not enough time giving us daily <laughs> mass. Oh, hey, amen. We want our priests saying mass, hearing confessions, um, healing yeah. the sick. Yeah. Baptizing people, curing the blind, putting them in the in the grave. Kyle's basically saying, evangelizing grapevine. Oh, yes. Get off Photoshop, priests, and stop watching the show. You Don't we have sacraments? There are so many. There are too many priests using graphic design tools. Like there's right. just so many priests using right. graphic design tools. Like yeah, I mean, how many graphics of men in collars do we have to look at? They're all the same. Yeah. Stop reinventing the wheel. Just use your other totally. friend, your bro. Your yeah. bro priest graphic that he made. Yeah. What if Just, we have a graphic design priest sweatshop? You know how like the priests who don't ever leave, Ooh, like, that'd be nice. the, uh, oh, wow. like those trappers, yeah. those cartoons, like they don't ever yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. have like one of them is like you make Turn graphic design. That's all they do. That's all they do. Every yeah, day. that's a good idea. The other day Kyle. I was watching it's a vision a s- of labor. Capitalism's mm-hmm. built on that theory. The other day yeah. I was watching a super secular, scandalous podcast, and the girl. So it was on. Um, your mom's house with Tom Segura and Christina Pajitsky. Yeah. And at the end of, or like towards the end of the show, they'll just pull up TikToks and they were watching TikToks. Oh, yeah. And one of them was the Daughters of St. Paul. So like, it it was just so weird to watch something like that. That is really interesting. And then all of a sudden they're like, here's, and it was the Daughters of St. Paul and one was like, like hidden in a trash can or something and another sister came over and then she like popped out and she was just like, oh, goodness. <laughs> and then they just made fun of the fact that, like, so oh, my sweet God. sweet and wholesome. Yeah. They were like, oh, this is so wholesome. And then afterwards, yeah. it was, like, some really horrible Raunchy. TikTok. Yeah. yeah. But uh, that was really I don't weird. like watching people's reactions to TikToks. Yeah. I know, but it felt weird to see something that feels so far away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and then it was, like, the Daughters of St. Paul. Yeah. Like, where we buy catechisms from. Right. Yeah. It was, like, all of a sudden, like, oh, wait. And then it's, weird. like, anything you say about them is a little offensive because you're like, yeah. there are, are yeah. people. You can't... Yeah. But you they know, were like, oh, wow, these people are really cool. Like, I didn't know... Nun-, like, they said, like, oh, I didn't know nuns had this much fun. Like, they seem so happy oh, and, and joyful. That is nice. Yeah. I feel like this is um, more than just a semi-Catholic podcast tonight. Yeah, this has been pretty we, straight up. Yeah, we this, have been Catholic. Like, no, this has been like full frontal podcast Catholic podcast. Full it's been Catholic. deep. Too. Yeah, it's been yeah. funny though. Like we haven't been that serious. Right. About yeah. Time to change topics. Yeah. Okay. Let's change topics. Drugs. Ricky. Yay or nay? Well, no. Let's do. <laughs> well, let's do. Let's just go around the room. Let's start with Ricky. What's the worst mortal sin you've ever committed? <laughs> Oh, hi. Thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. What's the worst mortal thing? No, you don't have to answer that. You don't have to answer that at all. Uh, But I'll go first with mine. So I killed a guy. No. Uh, Brittany, what do you hope if Ricky were, Mm -hmm. not that he will, not that we're putting pressure on him. Favorite seven deadly sin. We can each choose each other's. Okay. Okay. Wait, where was, Okay. I'm lost. Called it. Sorry. Yeah. You said we can choose each other's. You can't choose your own. You're greed. Oh, no. Wait, we choose each other's? That's what Kyle wait, said. Wait, I'd rather be greed or envy. Let me think about that for a second. You don't get to pick your own. But I'm just like ranking just how do I Can someone just it? list the seven deadly sins? Greed, pull it up? envy, wrath. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let's see if we can do this together. Greed. Greed. Envy. envy 
Wrath. Wrath. Pride. Pride. Lust. Sloth. Lust. Sloth. Lust. Lice. No. Okay, wait. I don't know if one person has to count here. Edmund, I want you to count. So I'm going to okay, put the okay, camera okay, on you. Okay, okay. Let's go again. Greed go. and envy. Greed, envy. Sloth. Sloth. Pride. Pride. Wrath. Wrath. Lust. Lust. Gluttony. Mm-hmm. Uh, Is that all of them? Yeah. Uh, it's only seven. Yep. Isn't one of them like, quote, tr- tweeting something or like, isn't like, isn't one of them? Avarice is used in weird times. I don't know which one that is. Is avarice wrath? No, I think avarice is envy or, or uh, greed. Yeah, I don't know. Oh. I, all my knowledge, okay. I would love I to say it's because I'm a good Catholic. Wait, wait, wait. I've been we, watching we, an we, anime we, show where like the seven deadly sins are characters. What? Like, what oh. anime show? What anime uh, show? Full Metal Brotherhood oh. Alchemist or whatever. Oh, full Metal Jacket? Full Metal oh. Alchemist Brotherhood or something. Oh, okay. I don't know, wait, wait, but like, so I want to make it weird. very clear oh, wait, wait, wait. that that's <laughs> how I know. Can we just... Okay. Lust. We already did this. I know, but I want to think of them again. Lust. Lust. Greed. Greed. Envy. And they're different. Greed and envy are different. Pride. Why are greed and envy different? Because one of them is wanting everything. Like, I think greed is I want everything. Right. Envy is Edmund has this and I want it. Uh, yeah. So like it's still wanting something, but it's because you but have But envy it. is different than like there's a healthy version of that. Mm. Like now we're getting now we're getting theological. Well, again. what's yeah. the difference between envy and Respect. jealousy? Because oh, I think jealousy like, God and envy are jealous. very close to each other. God can be jealous because like you have it. And I want it. But it's envy, rightfully his. But envy is like, you have it, and I want you it's, not to have it's it. It's the same difference between righteous anger and wrath. Yeah. Okay, like, okay. wrath is, like, uh, always bad anger. Anger's- okay, so, like, like, jealousy is, like, you're really funny. I also want to be funny. Envy would be, like, you're really funny. I wish you would stop being funny. Mm-hmm. So I can So be I can be yeah. funny. Mm-hmm. And you're a garbage person. We should play the Hey yeah. Jealousy song. That's jam. Okay. So, so wait. Lust. Get our greed. Envy, wrath, wrath, wrath is like very self-explanatory. Wait, but what? Like, how is wrath different? Like, righteous anger is a good thing. Like, why is wrath? Well, because wrath is like definitely it's the bad. Maybe it's like revenge. Yeah, Yeah. but God has wrath, right? Like, so is that bad? Mm. That's that's a good point. People say the wrath of the Lord sometimes. So wrath is like unhealthy anger. Is wrath like the correct definitional word? Do we think? Because that was the name in the anime, but I want to make it very clear. It's probably legit. Canonical. We do have a catechism. Nah. Or five. Okay, okay. Greed, envy, wrath. Wrath. Lust. Lust. Is sloth one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, did we say sloth? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sloth, sloth is one. one. I don't remember us saying sloth earlier. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah so sloth is gluttony. Wait, all- sloth is gluttony? No, no, no. I said and there's gluttony. Okay, sloth, gluttony. And then pride. Pride, okay. It's funny because, like, gluttony doesn't seem, like, as big of a deal as, like, pride. Yeah. Like, I think of, like, everyone here has probably a bit felt like pride. Wait, but how is gluttony different than greed? Well, because greed's very different. Because it's, like, if I have the food, it's greed. is like, I want to have all the best food at my house. Like, I want Edmonds to come over and have all this food and it's really cool. Yeah. But, like, gluttony is, I'm eating the food. All the food. <laughs> <laughs> like, now. No ga- all gas. No brakes. Uh, all gas, no brakes. <laughs> but also getting really drunk. Apparently, that's gluttony. Yeah. That's gluttony? Yeah, priest got on me. And I was thinking, I was like, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Wow. Because it's abusing, I'm like, the excess. a good. Because oh, it's like true, yeah. you start doing a little bit and you're like, I should do more. That's gluttony. Yeah, that's it's like gluttony. you have the normal amount, but it's like, let's let's do a shot. Let's do no. this. So can you have gluttony for anything? 
Like, can you have gluttony for followers? Gluttony for probably, yeah, for would, likes. Gluttony for at a certain point, I think that would sleep into f- pride, though. Like, yeah. I think that's more pride. Yeah. So, like, I gluttony think pride is underlying. It could be of them. pride if you're just like trying to drink beers because people are watching. But if it's just like me, a Weezer album, and like fifty <laughs> beers, like that's probably gluttony. Edward Forty Hands. I love playing Edward Forty Hands. <laughs> oh my god! Doesn't even get me that drunk. That's like okay. Is that gluttony. is that gluttony greed? I don't that's know. All the above. This is exhausting. All the above. Wow. Who made Let's up the talk about cents? virtues. Okay, instead. what are the virtues? Yeah. <laughs> I knew a frisbee team at Francis called the Seven Deadly Spins. I thought that was bad. Ooh, that's wow. What was your What was your rugby team called? Franciscan rugby team. Oh. Oh. <laughs> hey, hey! I don't like the way you're. Whoa, why do these teams have a cool no, name? It was because like it was an intramural sport. Team. They made up oh. nicknames for their team. I can't believe you made a real team. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Oh, it was an actual real team. Yeah, but like yeah. no one played rugby at Franciscan. That's why oh. like everyone oh. made the team. Oh, but not those kids on the Seven Deadly Spins. No, that was intramural sports. You could, oh, you could join by just, this is okay. the to- Like, why would you voluntarily play rugby? Like, why is that well, like, something did? you want to do? It was fun. Why he would you do that? Yeah. He likes you huddling the real with reason? dudes. Okay, the what? You like huddling? <laughs> Rucking and no, scrumming. With dudes. Like huddling with he dudes? He likes scrumming with dudes. Wait, oh, scrumming. I like dudes scrumming. <laughs> he likes it when they ruck. No, okay. No, I don't like it when they ruck. Like the rest of Cool. No, why do you like rugby? Hold on, everybody. Hold on. That sounds so this gross. Scrumming dude scrums. Listen. <laughs> Maddie. Maddie. Okay. The real reason I tried rugby. Okay. This is the real story. Ready. So there I was. Wanting to scrum. Hey. Okay. So. I got uh, rucked one time and I was never hey! I was it, so only, it only takes once. <laughs> once you no. get rucked. <laughs> You never go you back. never get unrucked. <laughs> so I was walking through the JC and I saw a flyer that was like, I don't know, it was something dumb. It was like play rugby or something dumb. And I had I had no clue what rugby really was. I had like a general maybe idea, mm-hmm. but I saw the flyer and the thought crossed my mind like you could like you could go try to play rugby. Also, there were no pads or anything. Yeah. So I was like, man. And immediately my first response was, this sounds scary. Like, yeah. I don't know that I could do this. Yeah. Really. But then my the next feeling, which I think is, I mean, I don't want to be normative, but I think it is a very manly emotion was mm-hmm. like, like, like it was almost like seeing a, a flyer that said, uh, we're looking for men to go to war. Yeah. You like were challenged. Yeah. It was like just pride. like, yeah. it was just like, yeah. the, it was just like the potential that like, mm. I could be a different person. They were unleashing that yeah. raw yeah. masculinity. No, no, no. But, but it was also like, if I showed up, all I all I needed to do, in my mind, mm-hmm. I was like, if I just show up, mm-hmm. I might become a different person. Mm-hmm. I might become the type of person wow. that plays rugby. Right. Mm. So it was so scary to me, like so ridiculously scary mm. to me. It was a life-changing moment. Yeah. Then I was like, so I went back to my roommate. I was like, John. There was this flyer for rugby. What if we played rugby? Mm. And he was like, I don't even know what rugby is. I was like, apparently it's a bunch of guys without, without pads scrumming. that just Scrum. tackle each other. Scrum and ruck. So then we do that already, John. Like, why not do so it? So then the we type into Google. We type in like rugby. Okay. And we're watching some videos, like some professional rugby videos or whatever. But then for some reason, we came across some genre of YouTube videos. I don't know if you can find this, Kyle. But there's some genre of YouTube videos that are just – okay, so the other thing – so my roommate John and I are like 
rugby seems dangerous. Yeah. Like, yeah. It seems like football, but without pads. That seems right. crazy. Right. But it's like the excitement of like, maybe we'll do this. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I'm turning to my roommate, John, and I'm like, if you do it, I'll do it. Like, okay. let's just go. Let's just go to one yeah. try. But then we're, we're researching like rugby, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no. No. No, Kyle. No. We're not sharing the screen. Not rock till you scrum. <laughs> wait, can they see that? No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. So, wait, wait, wait. So, rock till you scrum. So, John and I are trying to do reconnaissance of, like, what is rugby? Yeah. We're seeing these videos of international professional rugby players, yeah. like, creaming the crap out of each other. We're just like, these guys are massive. Like, yeah. But then we realize, and I'm like, John, I don't think they wear normal cleats. So we found out that rugby cleats. So, so no, no, no. <laughs> Kyle! <laughs> Kyle! You, what do you no. want to search? You won't tell Rugby me. cleats. Search rugby cleats. So we find out that rugby cleats. Okay, scroll down, scroll down, scroll down. Rugby boots. boots. They call them boots. Yeah, keep they scrolling. shoot, they no, shoot keep the scrolling. boots. That's a tradition when you score okay, the first time. You have to drink oh, beer wait, wait, out of the type boots. This, type rugby cleats fruit. Fruit? They may have fruit? There's some fruits on that team. Hey! Mm. So, you can scroll down, scroll down. Oh, wait, the fruit? No, fruit. keep scrolling. It's kind of like that, but keep scrolling. We're not going to find it. Okay, just stop for one second, then we'll find this. Okay, so... We found out that rugby cleats have metal spikes. That sounds ultra dangerous. Wow. I did not know that. Yeah, I have scars on my shins from this. Oh, oh, here we go. Oh, rugby boot with citrus fruits. No, no, down, 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 down. Rugby fruit. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Then we came across videos like this. And this fired you no, up. No, no, Oh, my gosh. Why do people make videos like this? ASMR. That could be somebody's skin. Are those clementines? That could have been somebody's skin. Brittany? Yes. Why did someone make a video like this? I don't know, but I want to see him like jump. So are you like two inches taller when you wear these? Yeah. Because those are... Okay, let's click this guy's profile and see what other videos. Oh, God. Okay, so imagine... Wanted... Wait, wait, but just... You can destroy this. a man. Oh, too late. We already clicked the profile. Okay, but let me set the scene. Okay. Me and John feel safe in our dorm room. Right. We're Googling rugby. Can we play rugby? Right? We're like... Note that the timeline for this video doesn't match up at all with this story. For but, 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 but get this. Like, we're trying to figure out rugby. Then we find out rugby players have metal spikes. Yeah. So and we start can... searching like rugby cleats and then we find some really weird videos like this where people what? like we found wow. there's some rugby cleats that are like the spikes <gasps> are this long. What? And this guy is just doing it to pineapples. Holy crap. And we're like and it's just like two minute videos of guys what? impaling fruits with rugby cleats. And then you're so just then John imagining I, that on your body. Yeah, And John and I are like, we should not play this sport. At right. All. Right. And then we did. But wow. Like, a lot of people at Franciscan play rugby wear like soccer cleats. You yeah. can't. Yeah, I, I did for a while before. I don't think I ever before you actually. Got your, your real well, spikes. Because, okay, the fruit spikes. The real reason the for the spikes. metal spikes is for forwards. Because forwards mm. are so like. Forward fast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because soccer cleats have like plastic spikes. And if you're a forward, the way that you're scrumming, you can, like, break off the cleats. Oh. So the metal cleats are, they're, like, bigger. Stronger. Yeah. 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 So sense. technically everyone should have the metal spikes, but I never bought them. What position did you play? I played, I played uh, a back. 
Played it back. That's very sophisticated. Um, Backs are normally like position naming. Faster, thinner, stronger. A real hard moment for me was when I went to college and I started to learn about rugby. I asked Edmund what position he was, and he told me. And I asked my buddies, I was like, "Yo, tell me that's like a nerdy position." They're like, "No, that's like one of the harder ones. Like it actually, it actually takes some skill to no. throw it." Wow. They were saying that's a wimp position, but like you have to know how to throw the ball. Oh, okay. Not okay. Can a do wimp, so. but a skilled wimp. No, a, a back. A back scrum. is. I thought I you would, were a scrummy. I thought you were a scrummy. No, well, I did for a little bit. That was what impressed me. Yeah, the scrummy that, that was. Yeah. What's a scrummy? Scrum is like kind of like the quarterback. Yeah, it's the most quarterback. Oh. It's not as important as. Quarterback, okay. but like it's a real finesse. Okay. So right. that's what you were. That was what impressed. There okay. was some time that I was a scrummy for a while, but wow. like the, the scrum is like the tack. Like everyone piles down, and then the scrum is the first person to go into the pile, grab the wow. ball, and, and dip. Wow. but that was just for a little bit. Wow. The reason him. I'm so impressed by this is because Edmund doesn't really understand most sports. No, and. <laughs> Never like he does not watch sports. He doesn't talk about sports. He doesn't like he calls most but, sports sports ball. But I played soccer for eight years. I played basketball for many many years, and KD. then well, but just like pickup. That was the all time best St. Francis Young Church activity was open court. Oh, that was the shit. best. Kyle. I hadn't played basketball in a very long time. I was speaking highly about that. That was no. no he was like no, saying that I suck sarcastic. at basketball. Okay, I hadn't played in a and very we were very like long on time. the same level. Neither one of us is good at basketball. Mm. I just meant it was fun. Like the gym would be open for four hours. I would get to play like sports for four hours. My mom was like, "Oh, Kyle's at church for four hours." I, I, I do. I do really like playing basketball with Kyle. Is very like Kyle on your team is pretty fun. Mm. But mm. so neither one of us are good but like that's why yeah. i like facing against Evan because it was always very fair like one of us could mm. be winning but kyle and i are really good about like like just hustle we're not really mm. good but we're gonna hustle mm. and smack talk a yeah. lot oh mm. that's a that lot. was my favorite mm. so in florida we do pick up games like after high school or after school mm-hmm. i would walk to the to the courts and they would have lights on and everything and we'd play all night long and the thing i loved the most was the trash talk Mm. Like playing pickup with people you don't know and just talking and just constantly talking was so fun. It was huh. like the most fun in the world oh huh. was just talking trash. It was like it, like it's almost like being a stand up but during something where everyone's just kind of mm. like and everyone's like, just ragging on yeah, each other. Yeah, everyone's really focused so you can kind of it's like locker room. Yeah. Mm. Like yeah. everyone's really focused so you just kind of break the tension mm. and then people appreciate it. Mm-hmm. It's just so fun. That was mm. the most mm. fun in the world. Oh, I, I love trash talking playing ultimate frisbee because people would take it seriously. You just like have to like if you're gonna like put on cleats and I would go to my buddies who played rugby and I would borrow their non rugby cleats like they were like soccer cleats and I just remember we'd lace them up we'd be playing but like it was so fun because you're playing ultimate frisbee so it's obviously it's not cool and then you would see someone taking it seriously and you would make a joke and it's a great joke because <laughs> if you do it right. They laugh yes. and they realize like I shouldn't be taking this yes. like that yes. seriously. Yes. We used to play ultimate in college and we would always play barefoot. Ooh, that's fun. That yeah. is that's really fun, especially if it's fun. raining. Mm. Barefoot yeah. ultimate in the rain it's is hot. the best. It was so hot. Oh, I was yeah. a big cleats guy. I took it really because we were in like the bad league, but we were actually good mm. and we would just murder. We would just play like pickup games. There was nothing like, better than like guys. dunking on the future priest. See if I can show you guys. Can I show you guys with this camera? So these two spots right here, these, see this right here, and this. It's been a while since you shaved your legs, Evan. Dang. You yeah, shave your legs? You get a zoom in of the. <laughs> no, I don't shave my freaking legs, Kyle. Brittany's saying that. So <laughs> this spot and this spot. It was the first time in my life. Wow. That something hit. It wasn't like like pierced. It wasn't you. like a scratch. Right. It, was a pierce. it hit so it's hard. Like an like a it. 
punctured. It hit. Yeah, puncture wound. It just was like a blunt force. Now, did you bruise your bone, probably? Maybe. I don't know. I'm too strong to notice. Yeah, you're but, so strong. But the two cleats, they just hit so strongly that it just started bleeding immediately. Can you see that on the camera, Kyle? Yes, you can see You can see it. That's oh, a, now he's yeah. moving that's a hairy around. leg with wow. some scars. Like this this and this. Now. The other scar that a lot of people question me about that I forget that I have. Here we go. Ready for this? Yeah. Is the moped scar. Oh, I see. Yeah. I've which I've done always, twice. Yeah. I always oh, notice yeah. this. Oh. oh. It's a burn scar. Oh, it's road rash. No. No, it's no. from the heat of the... Get it to, get it to the... Edmund, camera. are you all right, okay. bro? Yeah. No, I'm trying to get them on... Okay. In the meantime, I have a small oh, wow. scar. Oh, wow. I'm really nervous for you, you right now. Oh, you, uh, you can't really see it. Oh, yeah. I got a great... Oh, I got my a great gosh. Deal. Edmund. Right there. I, we're, we're looking right at it. Oh, my gosh. That's bad. It Does it still hurt? In real life. Does it itch? Don't say it looks worse in real life. No, I meant like the bright light of the camera doesn't make you look as tough as it does in real life. Oh, okay. That was supposed to be okay. like Edmund. Like, is it supposed guy. to look like that? Okay, so the first week I had my moped, it has this exhaust manifold. It's known as the homos. <laughs> no, the brand is Tomos, not oh, Homos. Sorry. You yeah, always I, get the letter I wrong. I always mix it up. Okay, yeah. so Tomos. the first week I had the Tomos. Uh, it, it stalled at a light and I was nervous and I mm. jumped off and the exhaust manifold is right there by your leg and it just really, like, really briefly, it just like, ever, this nanosecond was just like, and that's all it took mm-hmm. and then immediately it bubbles up it was hot. like seventh degree burn. And that's then, so then oh. after a while, like, you know, you drain it, you put the... Band-Aid on it. You do all that stuff. Then, two months later, same thing happens. I get off the tone. It, like, stalls. I jump off really quickly. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. It was like this. Ready? I will I will do right, it. Right. It's like, just close your eyes. It's like. Ooh. Ooh. Then, so then. Same spot. Second time. Same freaking spot. Burn it again. Mm. Wow. It starts healing. Mm. It starts raining. Mm. So a couple weeks later, it's raining. It's been healing. And the first time I ever fell off the Tomos. So and it was in my neighborhood. I wasn't even going fast. Yeah. But I was coming up to the stop sign and I wrongly squeezed the front brake and there was a puddle. Oh. So, and then the thing just slid down. Eey. And the Tomos wiped the whole scar like the whole scab oh, yeah, the just, whole scab shoo. completely off yeah. oh it gosh. just like cry? it was just like butter it just like flip it just like took Ooh. the took the right off the skim right off the top of the milk yeah wow. and so i get off the the tomos and i look down and it's just like pure Blood. white and it's not even bleeding yet. Oh. No, it's just pure. Oh, it's just like raw flesh. Yeah, it was, it like, was just like here it is. First. So wow. I eat it as quickly as I can. <laughs> <laughs> Because I wanted to ingest it, yeah, yeah. So, so my could, body wow. can yeah, use those resources, yeah. eat the placenta. Right. So I just like right. I take, you know. Anyways, so that's probably why this will never heal yeah, ever. But I forget that it. I have it because I'm really so used to it. And then up. you fell off the Tomos and again a few weeks later. Oh yeah, right, right in here. front of you. Yeah. So Brittany's sitting in her Beamer, and, <laughs> I, and you know what's funny is I had left, and then I knew I got a phone call because mm-hmm. I had my AirPods in. Yeah. And so I was like, ah. And so I turn back around. I'm going really slow. Yeah. And I turn the corner yeah. right where there's a bunch of gravel. And the Thomas just. And I just look up and Edmund's on the ground. <laughs> it just I goes hear the on gravel. its side. 
And I just, I slide through the gravel on my belly with my arms out. I just go, and I'm on the ground, and I just, like, look up, and Brittany's in the driver's seat of her Beamer. Just looking at me, and I'm like, ah. Because so I heard the gravel first, and I look over, and Emma's is on the ground. And, I was like, and again, what? just like to bring it full circle, just like the razor with a motorcycle with a yeah, motor on, yeah. the engine's still going. Yeah. Wow. And so I awkwardly try to get back up. It's like, you know, yeah. and it was so embarrassing. Wow. Yeah. And then I was just like, why are we still friends after that? I don't know. I I have a thing about like losers with my friendship. Yeah, I want to be really like giving of myself and yeah. friendship and like mm-hmm. so i'm willing to be friends with people who aren't very cool with okay yeah. yeah yeah do you, like like of all the loser friends you have yeah where do i biggest. what wow. biggest the biggest yeah. loser yeah okay but like in a good way sure okay mm-hmm. ricky of all the friends why did we just look up that I'm sending out. Kyle, why are we on Alana Boudreaux's... No, because Kyle wants to How did we land there? Kyle wants to tell us an embarrassing story. Wait, but Kyle, how did we land there? You're subscribed to her. It's on the left side. Yeah, but why'd you click it? Because I wanted to send a message that I had a story, but I want to... Okay, okay. What's what's your embarrassing story with a girl yelling at you that involves Alana Boudreaux? With Alana. Alana yelling. Alana yelling at you? Yeah. I I deserved it, though. Guys, let's clip this out. Okay. Okay. So, I'm... uh, Are we allowed to say her name? Well, it's way too late. (laughs) And I want to make it clear that, like, I was at fault here. Arguably. So you deserve to Gosh, be Gosh, I wish the camera was working. No, no, I, I actually turned it on, so I, okay. I, I figured it out. Good. So when I was in college, Franciscan has uh, Penny and Sparrow come to yeah. this. Because, like, cool schools get cool artists, but, like, nerd Catholic schools get, like, nerd Catholic artists. Right. Like, that was what we could pull. But they'll, they'll like, drop an F-bomb here and there, right? Yeah, no, they're, like, edgy. So they're, like, edgy for and Catholics. So before- yeah, I went to a concert with them when they played a game where there was plexiglass and they put peanut butter on both sides and they had people, like, lick the peanut butter off the plexiglass. Really? Like, a guy and a girl. What? Lick wow. The- it's kind of hot. Is that Your youth group did that's that? That's wild. Yeah. Yeah, she that was is wild. Is that considered cheating on your wife if you do that? That's cheating on your wife. Oh my gosh! I would get fired. Yeah, if That's I would have done that in youth group, I would have gotten fired. Mm-hmm. Kind of hot though, if you think about it. So not, not when it's high schoolers. Well, when not, I watched not when it, it's sixteen-year-old. Yeah, yeah. But like grown adults, consenting adults. Sorry, Kyle. So I uh, before Penny and Sparrow concert, there's like a pre-concert dinner that I got to go to because I had helped like volunteer to do it. And I turned twenty-one like two days before, and this is like the first weekend or whatever. And I'm at this concert. And I'm drinking a lot of beer because it was like an open bar situation. Like no one's really drinking more than like two except for me. But I think it's really funny. And after like four, I was like, okay, relax. And I made some joke to Penny and Sparrow, one of them. I don't remember if it was Penny or Sparrow. They said that's not how they did it. But But you have a habit of talking at people on stage. I mean, this isn't the oh, only yes. time I, in your life. So right now we're sitting down. I'm talking to Penny. And I know, Sparrow. but this isn't the only time in your life that you talked at someone on yes. stage and they got upset. Yes. No, oh, I want to make it clear. Alana was probably right here. And I was talking to this dude, Kyle, who's in Penny and Sparrow, and he was really cool because the other friends were like starstruck. I had never heard of these guys for a week ago. Mm-hmm. So we were talking. You're like, who are these losers? Yeah, and they were like, dude, you should keep drinking. Like, that's cool. That's cool. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. They they, they were like, <laughs> drink more. Yeah. They thought it was hilarious. Like, I was drinking, and they were like, "You should drink more." Like, Look, you just turned twenty-one. Like, you're at a concert. Keep drinking. And I, was like, <laughs> and I like didn't need a lot of encouragement. I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh yes. my gosh. So I keep drinking. I'm drinking. I like, take a photo of one of them. I think I'm really cool. And then I go out to the concert itself. And at this point, I love Penny and Sparrow. We're like boys. <laughs> and at this point, twelve we, beers in, we Penny boys. and Sparrow is the best band in the world. Right. So then I get out there, and like we all leave. 
and it's not Penny and Sparrow, it's this other girl, Alana. And I never heard of her. And before. you're like, boo! I wasn't booing. I was like, okay, I don't know this girl, but like, I want to show her my support. So Wait, she, so she went to well, play? She was playing. Yeah, she was like the opener act. She was opening Oh, before? Act. Yeah, yeah, she's the opener. Okay. Wait, how did you get in touch with Kyle before they even played? He was, I was at, at the dinner. I was at the Are dinner. It was the pre show no, dinner. It was like the backstage pre show oh, dinner. Okay, okay, okay. So, so you go into the crowd. You're and pretty I'm, toasty. I'm jazzed. Like, I'm, like, ready. I'm, like, so here and for And Alana's doing the opening act. Yeah, and she's, like, really slow, like, introspective music. And after every song, I'm like, woo! I'm awesome. <laughs> I, was, I was, like, trying to, like, yes! pump the crowd. I was like, let's go! Because, <laughs> like, I'm in a so, great mood. That is so not Alana's vibe. Yeah. Right. That is not Alana's vibe and at all. And eventually, <laughs> I was like, I was like, woo! She goes, she goes, guys, this is a serious performance. <laughs> <laughs> Stop being obnoxious for the sake of being obnoxious. And like everyone like turns around, like looks everyone at me. At <laughs> and I was like, ah. everyone's she, like, she's talking to you, yeah, Kyle. Can we be honest though? If it, like, let's say it is a serious performance, the last thing you want to say is, is this, this is, is a, a serious, serious performance. performance. <laughs> like, like if you have to say this is a serious performance, like you're kind of you've already lost. Yeah, totally. Don't worry. Then I got bullied during Penny and Sparrow's concert because at this point my vibe just crashed to the ground. Oh. <laughs> I feel really bad. Yeah, how did you react? Like well, the uh, like the floodlight comes to you. Everyone's looking at you. I, I'm just like hiding my face. Yeah, it's <laughs> like then, that wasn't me. Penny and Sparrow comes on. And I'm like getting a little excited, and someone <laughs> someone whispers to me. They go, Penny and Sparrow has a song called called brothers it's like their best song it's really good oh and my makes like me cry. college like household fraternity was called brothers so <gasps> I was like, i'm like still sad but i was like wait no way like they have a song called brothers and they're like yeah yeah you like it's coming up next i think you gotta go crazy and i was like boom i'm back they start playing the next song which is not brothers by the Whoops. way <laughs> they just start playing some other song and i was like hey is this brothers and the guy was trying to tease me because he wasn't in brothers and, was, and i was like Woo, brothers! <laughs> and like some other girl was like that's not brothers and i was like you jerk so then they kept telling me like every song was brothers and i believed it like half the time and they start roping in other people to tell me it's brothers oh and i'm just like gosh. pretty embarrassed but at the end they like go off stage and they i was like guys like they didn't play brothers like isn't that their big song I'm like, yeah, they didn't play it. And they came out for the encore and oh. played Brothers. And I am telling you, I went ballistic. I bet. And then I left happy. I was like, you know what? Finally, I yelled at the right time. So, so do you, like, Kyle, I think you should put the camera on you. And I think you should, like, if you needed to talk directed, directly to Alana, yeah. obviously Alana's going to see this because there are so many millions and millions of listeners yeah, we'll and viewers. Yeah, we'll and she'll see it. But, Kyle, if, like, I, I know your heart. And I know Alana's heart, and I know that Kyle, like, if you could speak to her today, what would you say? I think you would say something kind. I think yeah. I think we would. I think you and her would reach a mutual understanding, and I think mm. you should say that to the camera. What would you all say, right. Alana? I first of all, I wanted to say that I'm sorry, and that I quit drinking after that night. <laughs> and so, like. The next day. day. Until, well, that was a Thursday, so yes, the next day was like Friday, so like, it didn't last long. <laughs> but I do want to say I'm, I'm sorry because I didn't fit the vibe. <laughs> that was not cool. And then afterwards, the afterwards I said, Alana's a classic TTM girl because I had heard that was your household and Franciscan. Mm. Was Alana TTM? Yeah. And mm. I stereotyped her household, and that's not cool. And I'm sorry to you. For that. Ricky and I don't know about these friends. It's a good things. thing if you knew. It was a good lie. People yeah. were like, got him, Kyle. But she's all no right. longer TTM. Well, they all have graduated, but Kyle still thinks he's in Brothers. Well, yeah. <laughs> to, like, die. Wow. <laughs>
<laughs> man. Because I'm not married yet. Okay, Kyle, if <laughs> Brittany, if Brittany and Ricky and Maddie were Ooh. in a household, what household? And me, because I never was in a household. This is getting oh, yeah, really the this is household. This is it's getting, none of like let's Harry get Potter. Deep in this. It's okay. just like Harry yeah. Potter. You are the sorting hat. What yeah. household right. would Ricky, Brittany, me, and Maddie? And Maddie why? Be in? All right, all right. I'm gonna really draw on my memory. Edmund would be in LOJ. Not only does he have some friends in LOJ, but Edmund's big thing is that he like doesn't want to join a group because he feels like I'm like cooler in this group, and mm. I like don't want to be limited. Mm. And LOJ was a household that was very casual. Mm. Like they weren't like once those guys graduate, they grow up. Like not like like right. what I would right. do. Like, not so what's brother. your so what's your relationship as a brother with LOJ? Oh, we're like casual friends with those guys. Like we never okay. beefed with them or okay. anything because we could tell that we were serious about ours and they. Like they sure. would never get in an argument with sure. us because they, they were they would just cool let it go. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. they were cool guys. That's fair. I like nice. that assessment. I, I, I like that, LJ. Yeah. Okay, so Ricky, I'm gonna want to expand upon this Kairos thing a little bit. So you're mm. a Kairos guy. You went to a Catholic high school. Have you ever done any Catholic summer camp in your career or been involved with any? I led worship at a Life Teen summer camp. Guardians, <laughs> Guardians of the Divine <laughs> Word, guardians. folks. You're right. in Guardians. Are friends, they the Life Teen crew? I have friends who are in. Guardians. I am so good. Uh, I am so good. I read them like a book. Yeah, Guardians. They're praise and worship guys. They're All like right. pretty hip and cool. All right. And they love That's like cool. that Life Teen. That's like very much what okay. they're into. <laughs> Okay. Respect. You feel Brittany. Brittany. All you right, feel Brittany. Appropriately. So categorized. So what are the, what are the camera yeah. angles? Because you are just really in, you're rocking into yeah. this vibe here. Are you like? I'm, I'm, I'm going back. I don't back see your hands forth. pulling the camera angles at all. Okay. Like, I, I want this excited. to be good. I want to. I want us to be able to cut this out and like see reactions yeah. and just go back and forth. Like, where am I looking at? Uh, where I'm sorry, I am no. adjusting sometimes. You're always <laughs> on the camera, so yeah. you don't need to worry about anything. You don't anything. need to worry about anything. Oh, dang it. <laughs> Okay, Brittany, so, like, what do I know about you in college? I know you were, like, pretty fun, but I also know you are an award-winning Catholic. St. Francis. <laughs> but also, true. at the same time, Brittany, kind of a sleazebag, like, dated a lot of yeah. guys, did a lot of unquestionable wow. things with guys. Wow. But, like, wow. I just wanted you, well, I, I, like, nothing, sleazebag. About, well, nothing against you, I'm just saying, like, Augustine slept every with a lot of women. Saint has a past. I'm just saying, yeah. Augustine and every sinner has a future. Fathered a lot of illegitimate children. So did you. And I just think that Kyle, you need to. <laughs> yeah. You Keep need in to, mind all my flowers. illegitimate children. Little in the, flowers. I'm gonna put you in the little flowers. Yeah. Saint Therese. Yeah. I mean, you, do you like Saint Therese? Yeah, I do. No, I was just saying. I feel like you probably have devotion. I do. Little flowers were like cool girls. They were like fun to be around. Yeah, they were fun, all right. You know, like. They were like a little crazy. Yeah, they kissed. Dang, they kissed you. <laughs> yeah, like they before, kiss each other before yeah. marriage. No, not each other. <laughs> no, not each other, wow. Ricky. Sorry. Wow, this took just took Ooh. a turn. Wow. Okay, all right, Maddie, this is tough. So. Praise and worship, yay. Latin mass, yay. Where are you at on the spectrum? Mm. Praise and worship is a one. Latin mass is a ten. What's where are you at? Where am I at? Yeah. No, she's so, life teen all the way. All right, life teen all the way. You're wearing all neutral colors. Are you local to California? Are you native to California? Native to California, mm. that's tough. That's tough. Mary, think she's cool. What household would would Claire be in? Claire, Claire McKellen. She was in Little Flowers. I feel like oh, I feel wow. like Maddie and Claire. Well, I feel like Maddie and Claire. I I can see Regina. Regina's they they are a little bit of a mixed bag. Like they are pretty cool in that they have a lot of different people. So it's tougher just to stereotype them unless you're a girl that rides a motorcycle. Oh. <laughs> But do you ride a motorcycle? I was gonna put a you in Theotokos, which I like Theotokos. But Kyle, I, I need, I need your opinion that. on the AMDG. Oh, very bad guys. Dangerous. Oh, they're not <laughs> bad guys. Absolutely, Gomer, wow. Michael Gormley. 
Bad, He's a great guy. AMD, bad guys. So many people come out of AMDG. Are, are you friends with Robbie Joseph? No, I'm oh, not. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Wow. I, I, he's an AMDG life team guy who lives in California. That's not a stretch. Oh. No, I don't like that. This is man. the most. He bullied me when I was in freshman. Yeah. <laughs> this is this deep. is no longer semi-Catholic. This yeah. is full <laughs> on Franny. Yeah, I didn't want to get into this, but I'm always willing to talk about it. It's yeah. a flaw. But no, AMDG bullied me when I was in college. This is a fact. And then I bullied them for three years after but that. Did you, did you have a thing where you had to ring the bell? Yeah, I rang the bell a lot in college. And that's a that that's a euphemism. Wow. No, oh, it was like a challenge. It's a confession. Sin. Yeah, it's a confession thing. Yeah. See, this is funny to non-Franciscan people. Yeah. So it was a thing. When I was a freshman, I was like a pledge or whatever, an intent. Like this older guy who was an active member came up to me and like my little pledge buddies. And they, he was like, hey, are you tough? And I was like, <laughs> I was like I'm, I'm super tough. I was like, I'm the <laughs> toughest guy in the world. Kyle. And he goes like, oh my gosh. Are, you, are, you, are you stealthy? And I was like, Stop. I was like, I'm, I, I move in silence. And he goes, all right, like, I have a mission for you guys. And I was like, well, what, what's the mission? I, I'll do anything. I told him. <laughs> he would do anything. Wow. Anything. A hundred percent. was about that. And what he told me was, he said, you got to go ring the bell tower on campus. There's a bell. Oh, I've and heard And if this you like ring. put a stool up, you can climb up and you can reach up and ring it. Mm. And I was like, oh, just like go ring the bell. He goes, no, no, no. You start ringing the bell. I was like, well, like when do we stop? He said. One of two ways. Either the campus police chase you or you break the record. And I was thinking, uh, I was wow. like, what? And the record was how many bells? The record was, uh, was 48 rings. Holy wow. wow. And you got to keep in mind, you don't count the rings. It's not a self-reported ring situation. Oh, the rings are counted from hear. across campus. And like, mm-hmm. and like, like, how quickly could you, between bells, like, I mean, it was like, dong, dong, dong. Yeah, like, it, dong. it was, wow. it was a lo- So we're it, talking like a solid minute of ringing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because wow. you couldn't go, dong, 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 dong. No, no. no. Like, it was, it was a dong. Did you ever ring the bell? No. It was a, it was a, oh, I thought about it. It was like a dong, dong, Many dong, called, dong. but fewer chosen. But you couldn't do dong, 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 dong. <laughs> There was too many dongs. So I, I make a plan and I assemble my, my crew of my there three are guys. Too many. Your dong crew. And we have we have our roles because I was like, what are we good at? And we we're all like skinny dudes. It's like, okay, one of us is a little bit muscular, so he'll do the ringing. I was like, but we can run. To that the was dunging. the thought process. I was like, we could probably outrun the fuzz. Yeah. And we like yeah. wait for the Jeffies. A, the Jeffies. The, the Jeffies the were the Jefferson security campus security. Okay. And we wait for a night where there was like this one Jeffy who was like looked slow. He was a little big. He's like, a big guy. I didn't think he, he smoked could catch a lot. Us. He smoked a lot. He was a townie. Mm. He just wasn't in shape. And we, you know what? He he wasn't Jeffy's best. Mm. He wasn't the best of the best. Mm. And that guy's important. This big Jeffy because he shows up later. <laughs> and we climb it sounds, up. It sounds like a racial slur to call someone a Jeffy. <laughs> a big Jeffy sounds in a, like. Like, cancel that person. Yeah. But that's what they were called. Jeffies. The Jeffies. So we go out on the cover of In Mexican, it's called Jeffies. The language is Spanish. (laughs) No, it's called Mexican. Mexican. Okay, Kyle, keep going. We start start ringing this bell, and me and my buddy James are on the bottom. Mike's up top ringing. Everyone's got biblical And is there a rope? Yeah, there's a rope. But we had brought an additional rope because the actual rope was really high. But so it how had did you a, get to it? We had a we took a, a stool. I'm gonna go on the camera. We had this like bar, like a, no, like a bench, and we turned it sideways. Mike climbed up. Mm. He had a carabiner that he attached to like the chain, and then we had a rope hanging down. Mm. Wow! It was a it was a it was a scheme. Mm. It was a wow. scheme. Yeah. So we're ringing the bell like crazy. Mike's ringing, 
and we hit like 48. So now we've broken the record, but we don't want to break the record. We, we want to smash wanna, the record. Yeah, you don't want anyone yeah, to ever to be 90. able to break this again. So we ring it until we think we get to 100. It was later, the official count was 96, which we were really upset about, mm. but then 96 is actually double 48. So we were like, oh, we just doubled you yeah. guys. So we finished ringing in like the Jeffies do not care. They have not come. And we're so disappointed because wow. we, we wanted to run. Like, I'm wearing, like, freaking cleats. And <laughs> the Jeffies don't come, so we, like, walk back to the door and, like, kind of dejectedly. The mm-hmm. guys were, like, expecting us to get caught. They were a little yeah. disappointed in us. And they could tell we were disappointed, so they decided in the spirit of continual excursion. The model of Franciscan is continual conversion, but we were all about, like, continual excursion. Like, you did one prank, like, do another prank. <laughs> like, that was, like, our big MO. And so, they're like, what are you guys gonna do to top it? And I remember I looked like the guy in charge, and I said, we're gonna steal the Jeffy hat. <laughs> and every Jeffy had this hat, hat. on that said yeah, Jefferson yeah, 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 Security. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, we could, we could take it. If I get up behind this guy, like, I can grab it. And I Can remember just take off running. Oh yeah, gosh. that was the plank. That was Dude, the plank. Steubenville felt like the wild, wild west. Steubenville felt like you could get away with anything. Like it just. I mean, felt- stealing a hat from a police officer is not really. He's not a police, police officer. officer. He's security. Or uh, He's not even rent technically- a cop. I know, but Steubenville, like, really, as someone who came from another part of the country, when you go to Steubenville, you feel like you could get away with any anything. Right. Like it just felt like. But the things you guys are talking about are not why, like, not like illegal things. Have you or- ever stolen the hat off of a <laughs> security <laughs> officer? Rent a cop? Right. No. Well, don't worry, I haven't either. So we walked out of the dorm, <laughs> and it's like. Three boys like our like heads are filled with like these great ideas and like Grandeur. our hearts are steeled. And we walk out of the dorm and it's pretty late and I see a Jeffy, I see the big guy, and he looks at us and we look at him, we're like eyes wide as the moon, and he says, I'll never forget this says, You boys up to anything tonight? <laughs> and we were like, Nope, just walking back to our dorm <laughs> And he's like, Good. And it was very obvious <laughs> that he knew what we were like yeah. doing. Like it's like midnight and like three dudes and like like Athletic clothing, like walking out of the dorm with trouble on their minds. What I love about oh all of these gosh. stories is that, like, ninety percent of the people in these crazy stories have a holy hour schedule. Right, right. Yeah. For like seven a.m. Yeah, the next yeah. day, like, 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 or like one one a.m. <laughs> like have like a holy hour. In the middle of the have night. a holy hour. And they're like, oh, I really got to make this holy yeah. hour. Yeah. But also, I have to steal the hat off this Jeffy. Right. <laughs> a year later, though, my buddy Matt had the scheme to steal a hat from the Jeffy because we didn't get it done. And he had a – it was like a corner on the route where he was going to steal the hat, run around the corner, and there was a car waiting. And he does it. And he gets in the car, and they drive away, and they look at the hat, and it was a new Jeffy, and it didn't have the logo on it. It was oh, just an no! all-black baseball cap. Oh, and I've never been more disappointed in my life because he had told me about it. And I called him. I was like, dude, you got the hat? Like, that's so cool. It was just like a black baseball hat. I think he returned it. I think he like dropped it off at the office. Like I picked this up off one of your guys. We have two cents that aren't cents: stealing and gossip, mm. and trespassing. And then, how do you feel like hearing Kyle's stories? Do you feel like you missed out? On no, stuff I did at stuff Franny's? like that. I'm not going to tell the stories, but I did stuff like that okay. as well. Yeah. I didn't know if you like felt like. Kyle definitely has crazier the- stories. Like Kyle stole some furniture out of the calf. One table, one yeah. table. Yeah, <laughs> Kyle has crazier stories, but uh, I feel like I mean I feel like I took advantage right. of the situation as okay. much as best I could. Okay. Edmund um, has some weird stories about it. Maybe aren't podcast appropriate. Yeah, definitely. Not. Most he, of his stories are not he podcast also appropriate. Played rugby like that probably took up some That's time. Yeah. yeah. 
Like, what was I supposed to do? Edmund is just body's just getting pulverized and we're rucked yeah, every body, day. My body's just getting rucked and rucked. And, and it's rucked. just like, after that like. many yeah. scrums, do you have the energy to ring the bell? Probably well, not. Well, but I was never in a scrum because I wasn't a forward. I was when a you bat. were getting rucked, were you scrumming? No. <laughs> Forwards were in the scrum. Well, your hands would go in the scrum at the end, right? Oh. No, 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 no. Oh. Well, sometimes I would reach my hands into the scrum. When I played scrummy, I had to reach my hand into the scrum was or the rope. Was it gross? Rug. I mean, it was a little gross. It's like hot. sticky. <laughs> it's kind of hot. <laughs> this is like the... Once we get past an hour and a half in the podcast, there are no rules. Because everyone no is rules. listening after an hour and a half. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> the, the safety belts come off after an hour. <laughs> Yeah, we're an so, hour and forty minutes in. We okay, should so, wrap it up. Okay, yeah. so yes, when I would reach my hands into the scrum, sometimes it was gross. Yeah, <laughs> was it? Sticky? I would never be in a scrum because a scrum is a set piece. A scrum is there's a penalty. Everyone comes together. All the forwards come together. They set up. How many people and, scrum at one a lot, time? A lot. Wait, wait, wait. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I think eight. Eight dudes scrumming at one time. Yeah, it's, it's totally. pretty cool. I would recommend if you ever so, watch like one rugby okay, game, it's so, cool. So the scrum is for the forwards, but that's like there's a penalty. They all set up and then they go crouch, touch, pause, engage, and then they engage. And do they say to, those words? Yeah, and then they try they say to engage. Yeah, and then they try to push each other off. We don't do anything to you. And then the scrummy system. goes in and goes like, "Oh, give me the ball!" And then I throw it out. How does it go? Wow! Oh, give me the ball! But, <laughs> Clip that but, stream. <laughs> Clip that stream. Yeah, I go. Oh, give me the ball! And then like, and then but the backs are like the quick mm, people. Yeah, the backs are the people that look uh, even in professional rugby. The backs look like soccer players. Mm. Okay. The forwards that do scrums, they look like they linemen. look. Like they eat a lot of cheese and drink a lot of whole milk. And babies. They might eat babies. Yes. They're they tough. eat babies. They're so they're big guys. They're big boys. Yeah. Um, but a ruck is when whenever someone's running with the ball and gets tackled, anyone can be in a ruck. Mm-hmm. So okay. a ruck is like someone gets tackled and then immediately someone runs over to protect the ball and like sets up a position. Like, boom, I'm, I'm above. The, and then the scrummy comes in and goes, give me the ball. Mm. Oh, give me the ball. And then throws it. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Interesting. And then sometimes so, men will pick up other men and put them up in the air so they can catch the ball. That's wow. weird. Really? Oh, wait, yeah. So that's when we throw the ball inbounds. Because in soccer, you throw the ball inbounds, and then people are just like, oh, I'm going to catch it with my feet. But in rugby, it's mm-hmm. like, we're about to throw the ball inbounds. So take another man by the hips. Grab him firmly, mm-hmm. lift him up in the Hoist. air, Hoist. and then it's easier to grab the ball, right? Because mm. no one can get it because He's you have taller. you have your gentleman right. friend right. in the air. So would you ever? So John, scrum? my roommate, John, my roommate was a lift up in the air guy, a flyer, if you will. I forget what they're called, to but use yeah, they're, cheerleading terms. Yeah, would you ever called. scrum while you were rucking? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I wouldn't scrum while I was rucking. Oh, Must have been pretty a bad. Scrum is a set piece. A scrum and you is would like do that after a scrum the, is like after the, you rucked. No, then you the, scrum. the scrum is like the referee goes penalty, 
And then, like, we're going to do a scrum. So everyone goes up and they're like, ah. Oh. And what's funny is. They don't is, like to scrum? Yeah, what's funny is all the so forwards all are like. scrum on command. Yeah. What's, mm. what's, oh. what's, what's hilarious is, like, all the forwards are like, ah, oh, we got to do a scrum. Oh. It's like, yeah, we got to do a scrum. And then we all set up. And we do it. Okay, here but, we go. And they say, and then, do a scrum. And then they do the scrum. Like, And then the scrummy comes in and goes, give me the ball. And they grab the ball and they go. And then we throw it, and then people run. Mm. Wow. But wow. people don't like to scrum. Oh, mm. I thought because people did like I always to. see the scrums. But here's the reason why people don't like to scrum. Because it's painful. I mean, it's like, oh. imagine your shoulder is in someone's arse. Wow. That's arse? And then their butt. Oh. Like, imagine their butt, and then their spine goes to their shoulder, that then goes into the other... Why and is so, someone on your shoulders? Because that's how you push on the, 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 the scrum. You get down, you get your oh. shoulder in their butt, and then you just... Like that. It sounds like a lot of... The goal of the scrum is to push the other team Back. completely off yeah, of off the ball. So your scrummy can get in there. Yeah, so you want to... get his you hands wanna, in the scrum. So you want to over... You want to overwhelm their scrum. Yeah. With your scrum. Your scrum's got to be bigger than that. Your scrum yeah. should be you bigger scrum than... scrum more. Yeah, you want to be the scrum lord. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. So you want to push their scrum away. Yeah. So also win the scrum. Yeah. You want to push their scrum away so that your scrummy can grab the ball. Right. Okay. And then your scrummy throws it to the backs. So the backs run. Hmm. There you go. Interesting. Rugby, folks. So bing, bang, bong. back. Bada boom. Bob's your uncle. The scrum. Boom. That was your rugby 101 lesson for today. All right, Given Ricky. by Edmund. Where can people find you, Ricky? People can find me on... At arc.creative. Creative spelled CRTV. Uh, wow. Where else? Do you have a website or email? I don't email have a website. Or? Oh, I do have a website for a brand that I created, prayforus.co. Ooh, yeah. that's, that's a good website. It's prayforus.shop because .co is too expensive. Mm. How do you describe the creation project to people? Oh, yeah. The, so the creation wow, project. I forgot to talk about this. <laughs> the creation project is basically a space for young creatives to come in community and to learn from people um, who are professionals or even people their age and just be in community and grow as a creative in the church and just learn. Basically, that's what it is, just mm-hmm. to be in community and to learn. Yeah. And it's been awesome because we've had people from basically all over the world tune in and come to our sessions. You've had some really great guest speakers, um, one of which was Edmund, Edmund Mitchell. Yeah. That was a really great speaker. I've mm-hmm. heard of her. Yeah. She's babe. amazing. She's a, babe <laughs> of, she's a babe of the Lord. A babe of the Lord, yeah. as our friend Nick Gutierrez would say. Yeah. Babe of the Lord. Um, oh, I just want to eat you up. So, um, also, Ricky, you're thinking about working at the studio full time. this was a done deal. This was already a done I'm thinking about it? You're going? I thought, we were, I thought this was a double deal. Yeah, contracts are signed. I don't know. It's like, it's like we're dating, but we're not dating. Like, do we Just know? ask him to marry you. Okay. Marry me. Well, th- Say yes. Okay, so this is a funny story. Just when Edmund yes. asked me to work for the studio, we got in this whole... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't, I didn't he, hear the he story. Asked, he, asked me, he asked me to sleep with him. I did. I really did. Tell the story. Tell the story. Tell the story. story. So it was him. Don't feel flattered. Tell the story. Tell the story. It was him and Allie. And this was the very first time that... Edmund like pitched the whole story, like the whole thing about me working full time for the studio, and he's like, "Yeah." Was this last week? No, this oh. is like um, um, two months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes like, "Basically, I sleep with everybody here." <laughs> I'm like, "I want to sleep with you." <laughs> like, basically, what I'm trying to say is, Ricky, will you sleep with me? 
That's a that's inappropriate. And the, I'm I'm Why sure would I didn't say, say that. that. I didn't say You're that. You're an HR nightmare. <laughs> I did not say that. <laughs> what? There's our, no way I said our that. Entire, that yeah, yes. Oh yes. my god. I'm yes. a horrible 1, person. Percent. Okay, well that's not what I meant. Yes it is. No, it was a metaphor for work for the studio. Did you say But you said but you did say it. Okay, I yeah. kind of said it, but it was a joke. Yeah, it was a joke. But Full I disclosure. Do, but I do like you. You are an HR nightmare. I'm calling the girl an HR. But I do like Ricky, and Ricky, it would be cool There's if Ricky HR was here. like a more mm-hmm. of a regular person at this studio. That would be. be really cool, right? Don't you yeah, think? Yeah, no, thousand percent. I don't think you guys should sleep with one another. But I do <laughs> think <laughs> Brittany. Yeah. I do think Maddie Ricky should work even... at the studio full time. Yeah. And that's what's gonna happen. Because Ricky's graduating from college. Also, Ricky, can you look into the cameras and convince your parents? I just broke my bottle. What? Yeah, Edmund bit that <laughs> off. Edmund, what the hell? I'm sorry, I bit it. I bit we it off. We have another one, don't we? <laughs> Ricky, I want you to look into the camera as we close out the show. That one. And convince your parents this. to move to Dallas instead of Austin. Because I feel like I don't know if this is true, but I feel like if your parents move to Dallas, you'll be more likely to work at the studio. Right. Yeah. But in if they person, moved to Austin, if your parents like moved to Austin, you're going to work for the studio regardless. But he's no, saying but in person, he in person versus here. remote. If your parents moved right. to Austin, you'd be less likely to move to the to Dallas. If yes, see, yes, see, Brittany, yeah, that's true. I think Mister and Mrs. Cruz <laughs> should move to Grapevine. Yep. I think it's a great place. About, honestly. Every California person moving to Texas has to go to the Austin internment camp. We have given them that. I don't think we need any in Dallas. Wow. Mm. Well, you can move here, Ricky. I give you my permission. My but, but my parents should be in Austin. Okay. I give them my permission as well. But look into the camera and convince your parents to move to Dallas. Well, the thing is, my dad's already leaning towards Dallas. Yes! yes! Well, yes! close him! Close I love him. your dad! I love your dad! Mr. Cruz! Close your mom. We're closing it. Close your mom. Buy the house now in Dallas. Yeah. We Cancel have everything. real estate agents we can get you in touch with. Who? Yeah. Interest rates Everyone. are really low. Super low. It's a great low. time to buy. Super low. Everyone down here is a real you estate agent. You can probably pay cash with for a mansion with the sale of your home. Yeah, but Ricky's parents don't want a mansion. They want a respectable home. Well, they don't have home. to buy a mansion, but they could. They, if they want, want, a, want like a family. Yeah, nice, they want a retirement nice. home. They want a retirement home. Oh, we haven't asked Ricky which rooms people have died in at the studio yet. Okay, Ricky. Oh. Okay, here's the game we always play with guests from so now long. on. We're always going to play this with guests. If you've made it this far, okay. God bless you. Okay, there are four room five rooms I'm in, so, in the studio. Thing. He's doing it wrong. Okay, do it, Kyle. You do it. Five rooms in the studio, Ricky. Okay. Two people have died here. Two different rooms. Okay. Which rooms? And for the record, we're being 100% serious. Like, this is actually happening. So this, this, is was, this was in, like, the leasing... Did, no, did the same no. We found out we didn't find out about this. We found out afterwards because some woman walked into the door. A chiropractor. Like, a, while I was this in the was meeting. this is a chiropractor's office. Yeah. Yes. While was I was before in, the before chiropractor. Before I was a residential property. In the chiropractor. Residential office. property before oh, so that. It was a house. It was a home. Was yeah. a home. Some woman yeah. walked in the door. I was in a meeting. She was just like, ah, here's all this stuff about the, I used Somebody to be here. Yeah. So two people. Yeah. Which rooms? That room, the one behind like the reception desk? Incorrect. Is that the bathroom? 
No, you not know, the bathroom. The smoke room. The smoke. Yeah. No, the my smoke room. room. Which one's the smoke room? It's the, my room. The where one I back work. there. The one the directly. Area? The one directly. Congrats behind. to Ricky. Knowing exactly what I meant when I said, "Oh yeah, the smoke room." Yeah. yeah, yeah why that is it called that? Wait, why would you call it the smoke because room? Why do both of you know it's the smoke room? We just called it that when Paul Swope had a concert here because it was decorated like that. But how did Ricky know that that was the smoke room? That's a good question. for Went with it because I just went with it. It's called improv, Edmund. I'm an actor. I'm an actor. Ricky is I'm Ricky is good. Incorrect. Ricky is so good. That's okay, not that was one of them. So there's only four left. This room? Yes. Ding, ding. One. one. And was it the mom or the daughter? The, I don't know. I think the daughter is here. Wow. Okay. okay. So a person died in this room. Okay. The daughter. And then the old. front room? Front room! Yes. Front yes. That's right. Front room. That would be like the living room. If yep. it was right. A, yeah. 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 And the mom sense. died in the living room and the daughter died in the living room. You know what? I think you're right. Yeah. Wow. All right, so sell your dad on Collieville. A great friend over there. So this room right here. It's this haunted. This little room. No, it's not haunted. Oh. Are you she sure? went straight to heaven. That's why I sit oh. here. I don't like that room. Yeah. That's why he this, stays in the closet. This, have you gotten this place blessed? No, not yet. Uh, we you, should. Could you bless Are it? you a priest? I'm not a priest. Well, but lay people can bless. Oh. Can they? Well, kind of. Yeah, they can bless a little bit. It's not the same oh, type so it's of blessing. It's like a half blessing. It's not the same type of blessing, but it is... This is getting weird. We have a holy water bottle, but I don't think there's any holy water. No, there's not. <laughs> no, it's expensive holy water. Like, this is, like these are nice ghosts. These aren't, like, yeah. demons. Yeah, it's, yeah. like, friendly. Yeah. Well, no, just because Casper. someone... Well, but this is what I said. Brittany immediately was like, oh, it's haunted, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, just because you die doesn't mean you haunt the freaking no. place that you... Well, I just don't trust that like, are they, These holy. are nice ghosts. Right? Maybe. Well, like, we people, don't know. People die every day all the time. But, like, are they good or bad yeah. people? Like, yeah, it doesn't make you a ghost. When you die, are you going to haunt people? Yes. I. That's what I'm saying. But just as Most a practical joke. Yeah, like haunt people. Just as a practical joke. Are you going to haunt Kyle? Yes. Yeah. 100%. But, like, in a funny way. Though. Yeah. Like, an endearing yeah. way. Like, okay. slamming doors behind If you. I die young, I'm oh, going to want to die in one of the other rooms here in the studio to, like, make it better. Like, if I found out I'm, like, going to die, like maybe I'd want to go die in the kitchen just to, like, spice it up. Yeah, smart. All right. So All right. Are we sell, is he selling his parents? I think they've already been sold. They're sold. They're All sold. All right. Welcome to Grapevine, Mr. and Mrs. Cruz and Ricky and Maddie. All right. Closing comments. I got my I got my finger on the trigger. All right. Closing comments. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Go to drinkstudiocoffee.com. Order coffee. When you buy coffee, you support the studio. You support the studio. You support Ricky. You support Brittany. You support me. You support Maddie. You support Kyle. And the ghosts in this room. All Kyle's. Drinkstudiocoffee.com. Patreon.com slash the studio. Just support us. You know what? This has been a great time. Thank you, everyone. What are we going to do? We're going to music to close it out, Kyle. Just shut her down, Kyle. Shut her down, Kyle. Thanks, everyone, for watching. Woo!